and welcome to Mildly Heroic, the Pathfinder RPG podcast. We are proud to present Hearth of Darkness, an actual play of the module Ire of the Storm. So you know what really stinks? Poop. Well, well uh, yes. What really, what really stinks, Sarah? Tell me. Getting a cold in the middle of a pandemic. Because Ooh, yeah. I caught my nephew's cold over the weekend, and now I'm afraid to like blow my nose or <laughs> sneeze. And Jason has really bad allergies, so he's been sneezing like crazy. And I just think if anyone in public saw me, they would be like, "Can you? Can you taste? Can you smell?" <laughs> Jason uh, just developed allergies last year. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> thing out of nowhere, he just started having allergic reactions. Yeah. But in all seriousness, I apologize if I have to mute my mic to sneeze or blow my nose, but that's life. Hey, it's changing that's, seasons. Don't worry, you'll, you'll hear it through mine. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we, we ensure that you get all of the content available, uh, even her sneezes, despite her best efforts. <laughs> I need a cue, Jason. This, this sneeze sound is not from Sirenscape. Right, no. No, but, but I do have my other, orange juice. All so. the great sounds are provided by Sirenscape, including the amazing ambience you're listening to now. Yes, it's so calming and peaceful. Right before the storm. Right before the ire of the storm. Boom. Speaking of that, um, exciting from last week, we hit level five, which puts us right on track to where we should be about this time in the module. So with that, um, per, as per usual, I'm going to go around and just see if any of you guys want to share some details about level five for your characters. Um, I'm going to leave Brandon for last because I know level five is pretty big for him. Um, so I will start with Justin. With uh, Abner Calhoun, what cool stuff does Abner get at level five? Because, you know, languages work funny in this game abner went ahead and thought like you know if he's gonna stay in this area for a while probably a good idea to learn polyglot at some point so abner now speaks polyglot he just instantly has all of the learns polyglot (laughs) it makes sense like maybe he was studying it on the way here yeah he's got children's primer yeah. yeah, and now you're immersed in it, and you're hearing it, and you're picking up words, and you're able to get the conjugations down, so you know right. you can flavor it. It's not like you're just in the middle of this dungeon. You're like, oh, it finally hit me. A miracle! I know polyglot! Like, you know. <laughs> Speaking um, of, how are you going to play it? Are you going to play him as being you know, pretty proficient and have been sleeper learning for a long while, or is he just going to no. get you know, phrases and things every once yeah. in a while? phrases every once in a while. I think yeah, I'm really hoping good. that he misinterprets stuff to Krimit. Yes, also true. I'll try and, good. like, interpret to Krimit and get things horribly wrong. Um, <laughs> apart from that, I took uh, Point Blank Shot. Not a huge surprise there. Um, yeah. As a feat, because I'm trying to get better with the guns. Nice, um, nice. And then spell-wise, I learned Slow. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> and I learned Fireball. Oh, I don't like that either. Keeping with, keeping with the fire theme of Abner's spell list, I uh, chose Fireball. So I think that should be a 5d6 damage. 
I don't uh, like that it's... at all. Reflex no. half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I have yeah, been on the receiving end of many a fireball in my day. It's not I fun. So yeah, that should be that should be fun. The range on fireball surprised me. Like mm-hmm. you just throw it from uh, you know good quarter mile away. Like that seems ridiculous to me. Like you can just launch it 400, 500 feet almost. Like that's insane. That's insane. We've talked about this before in our other other session, um, back with Rise of Rune Lords, Brandon, Jason, and I. I remember the first time uh, Brandon's wizard, uh, Xanril, used Fireball, and it is such an overwhelming display of power from, yeah. like, otherwise low-level adventurers to suddenly yeah. everything is on fire and blows right. up. Yeah, yep. and 5d6 five, five ain't nothing to sneeze no. at, so... Yeah, so that's uh, pretty much what I had going on. Other than that, nothing nothing too special. Yep, cool. Um, and that was one thing I had... I was talking to Brandon about this this morning, and then I was talking to Jason about it, and I've decided... I don't know if this is how we typically do leveling up, but for the purposes of this module, this is what I'll say, but typically when you level as a prepared spellcaster, you don't get those spells prepared right away. You typically right. have to wait until you rest. Yep. Um, but I know that there is a thing where when you're preparing spells in the morning, you can leave unslotted or you can leave open slots and then spend 15 minutes to prepare a spell. So right. in this case, if you guys wanted to utilize that to prepare spells, that is that is an option. So you're not going to have those spells right away. But if you take the time right. to prepare, you could slot your new slots. I uh, still don't think that helps me because <laughs> I can't do that like like a wizard can. I have to prepare them all. Yeah, and unfortunately with what I had, I had, I mean, unless unless we're gonna, I don't know. I don't know. I'll let you go on that. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Stay stay the whole thing, Justin? Well, honestly, I think I'm just gonna wait till we rest again, if we rest again, um, because that's how we played it before. That's fine. That's totally it's fine. fine with me either way. It's just I I have to spend an hour each day to regain my daily allotment of spells. I don't have like a wizard where you can spend ten minutes to do it later, kind of thing. But if you want to let me have a level three spell, I will take one. <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, next up, I or did you have anything else, Justin? Nope, that was it. Just uh, a couple of other skill ranks and things I already had. So just a little mm-hmm. bit better at some things. Yep. Go ahead and roll your HP. Come on, something good. Forgot. These have been terrible. Yeah. Oh, all right. There you go. That's almost better. max. Almost. So max. a five on the die for a total of six hit points, which isn't too bad for a wizard. Yeah. It's been it's been rough going, so I'm not, <laughs> not, not bad at all. Yeah. Just remember with HP that you don't get those HP. Right. You get the max, and then you'd have to heal up to it. Yep, yep, yep. All right, moving on to Josh with Aluna. What did you get at level five? Um, so level five is a bit of a sleeper, except that I do get access to level three spellcasting, and I can pick up a feat. Now, I haven't been building this uh, build with like a huge concept of direction, kind of been trying to feel it out as the adventures go, but uh, I picked up a nifty one called Spiritual Guardian, uh, which is kind of fun. And it basically makes my spiritual weapon and a spell, I won't get 
this level, but two levels from now, uh, stronger. It may, they use my spell level as the base uh, as their attack bonus instead of my base attack bonus, which is kind of cool and fit the flavor. And part of my ancestral magic thing is that I get uh, extra uses of spiritual weapon beyond my regular preparation. So it just felt like a good idea to lean into that a little bit, and uh, I think it'll come up in combat. So I'm excited for that. Um, and like I said, otherwise, it was just skill ranks. Uh, my reflex save is still a one. Um, I was really, 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 really tempted to take lightning reflexes for that plus two. But I said, why be boring? Why be dumb? When you could take spiritual guardian instead. And that's what I decided to do. I really want Aluna to get hit by one of Abner's fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> do you only have uh... a ten dex? That's correct. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> cool yeah. stuff. All right, Aluna, go ahead and roll your HP. So yeah, you are a D8, I believe. If that happened. Oh, man. I feel oh, like that's man. how that would play out. Ooh. Which is fine, but I feel wow. like that's how that would play out. Max on HP, so Aluna has 9 HP now. You guys are up. Yeah, so that brings me up to 34 max. My current says 8, but that can't be right? I don't know. We'll see. What the Maybe it is. Maybe I don't is. know. Um, you fought... Well, what did you fight? You fought the lightning elementals, and you fought the shadows. I think that was yeah. the only thing that you fought last the session. The shadows wouldn't have done damage. No. Yeah, and we would have healed up before we got to here. Uh, so Miyabe... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't looking know. At, looking at the end of last session on YouTube, it shows you as having 25 unless we took damage between 342 wow. and 350. Yeah, no, I think it should be at 25. I don't know why it said that. You caught me. I went in and whittled away some HP to see if I could get away with it. Sounds well, to right. be fair, yeah, this whole this whole map looks a little off, wasn't it? Uh, I don't remember these things. What I would no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they is, were. I don't know. Oh, my, you're right. I'm sorry. I decided is. to get rid of them, so yeah, we'll just, just retcon that. Yeah, and, oh, that's yeah. what I remember. That's what I was remembering. Plants, you caught me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So moving on to Jason with Miyabe. Uh, what did Miyabe get at level five? A couple things. Uh, I now have improved Uncanny Dodge, so I cannot be flanked, in addition to not being able to be caught flat-footed. Nice. Uh, I got a Rage Power, and I took Auspicious Mark, just because the flavor text fit with what I was going for. It specifically mentions being marked by the spirits. Thought that it would be pretty interesting. It's nothing too crazy, just a, a bonus D6 on one roll per rage, but you have to spend two rounds of rage to do it, so nothing crazy, but might come in handy. Oh, but you can call it after you see the results, yes. so if you didn't like what you saw, okay. Yeah. I can I can basically like see what I got and be like, oh, I know that's a mess, and then just add a D6. So I guess I'll have to be slower about letting you know if it hits or not. <laughs> yep. And then for my feet, I took Blind Fight, which uh, gives more bonuses than I thought. Uh, I was taking it because I thought, you know, I'll reroll any concealment we have because there's a lot of storm themes going on with this. But it also means that invisible creatures don't get to, uh, they don't have a bonus to hit when they're attacking you. You're not, you don't lose your dexterity when attacked by an invisible creature. 
And you also don't have to make acrobatics checks to move at full speed when blinded. So, wow, pretty neat. That could come in handy. Yeah, that is all pretty cool. Nice. And go ahead and roll your HP. It's going to be minimum again. Oh, did you take uh, another level in Barbarian? I did, yes. Okay. Uh, Wow. So you rolled a 7 on a d12. So above average. Not minimum. So 10 hit points to Miyabe. And finally, Krimit. I know Brandon's very excited about this level. This is the big one for Gunslingers. This is the one. Yeah, so Krimit, tell us what you got at level 5. Um, yeah, I just got probably a couple minor things to really do too much for me here. Um, I get to add my dexterity to my damage now, which is nice. Yes. And um, for my feet, I took Deadeye. Or not Deadeye, that's my name. I'm an idiot. No, oh, no, it's Deadly Aim. I was close. I was close. I'm so excited. I forget what it was. Um, I love how you tried to go for the but, undersell, yeah. and they were overtaken by your own excitement. So no, it's, uh, it's just too good. So that's pretty cool, because normally in, in situations with um, deadly aim, you're not supposed to be able to uh, use that for touch attacks, but with the way the gunslinger's worded and works, you do you do your attack roll against like their touch AC, but it's not really a touch attack, so you can take the benefits of uh, deadly aim, so... I was telling Sarah I was pretty excited because my max damage originally would have been a 1d6 plus 1, so it would have been a max of 7, but now I have a minimum of 10 damage with Deadly Aim because it's a 1d6 plus 9, so my damage went up a little bit. So, yep, so... kind of excited for that. Holy cow. That Talk about, like, I remember seeing your, like, 2, your 3, your 4. You said minimum 10 points of damage now? Holy. With, with deadly aim, point blank shot, and then with my dex to damage, so that's not to mention easy. you're resolving against touch, so you're almost always gonna hit. Yeah. This is this is the gunslinger. This is the level yeah, you want to be. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. All all that up into, and then being a small size character doesn't help because you're doing a, a damage die smaller too. But now it's kind of doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. All right, Kermit, go ahead and roll your hit points. Okay, so that so was a that two. Coming. So I think... You get to re-roll, if I'm not mistaken. I think because you're a D10, I think D10s re-roll. Ones oh. and twos. Okay. Oh, must be nice. Wizards don't get to re-roll. <laughs> <laughs> and he rolls a nine. Uh, typical Brandon. Classism. I tell cool. you. Even in our other game, Brandon will like have to re-roll like three times, and then he'll roll close to max. My, or- my wizard, like I'm pretty pumped, because he has pretty good HP. For his atrocious AC. <laughs> and that doesn't really matter because, you know, I'm fighting enemies that get, you know, like seven iterative attacks, so whatever. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Alright, cool. Well, that is level five. We'll get to see an action hopefully in a few minutes. Um, but kind of picking up where we left off last week, you guys um, delved deeper into the temple. You met those um, water methods that Justin kept saying reminded him of Tim from Monty Python. (laughs) And they um, tried to get Miyabe to give them money. There was some confusion. Um, Totally harmless. Totally harmless. Um, Then you guys delved deeper into the temple to try to find that other seal. Fought some lightning elementals. Found the seal. Headed back. Decided not to fight the Shambling Mound. Could have been a cool fight, but whatever, you know. 
fine. Um, you were able to open that door that led into a room with stairs going down and coming out from these murals on the wall, you saw shadows. And that was a little bit of a tense fight because shadows are not only hard to hit, but they also don't do conventional damage. They do strength damage, which for someone like Kermit can be pretty crippling if you get hit with a good attack. Crippling Kermit, that's me. (laughs) Right. Um, But you were able to put them down thanks to Miyabe's ghost touch weapon and Abner's cool ability to turn his gun into magical with some effects. So Yeah. And Ghost Touch was foreshadowing provided by the AP, right? And then the other one was just Abner being prepared. Yeah. Right? Just Justin playing a cool class. So yeah. you made your way downstairs and you were greeted by this huge open cavern with a swirling maelstrom of water and this rotating platform that just goes uh, clockwise in a circle. Um, You decided to ride it around just to see all of the things. You saw an opening here into an icy um, hallway, which is very odd for this this place, this terrain. Um, You found a collapsed tunnel down here, but then uh, I think Miyabe or someone was able to see that there's actually an underwater cave here as well. Um, Continuing around, you found a long hallway that leads down into what seems to be a a more open area at the end. Um, And then another hallway that leads up some stairs and a set of double doors at the top of those stairs. So you decided just to go in order, stepped off here onto the ice, um, went through, saw some statues of two elemental lords, um, Hushersha and Kelisandri. I think they were the elemental lords of air and water. Um, you continue down, you found a secret passage um, that went down to another door at the end. You decided to save that for later. And then you entered into this back area where you saw, I'll just read this again. Um, the hall expanded into a larger chamber, which curved out until it was 30 feet long and 30 feet wide. Um, you saw at the end, there was this cage of icy shafts that encloses a floating crystalline orb three feet above the stone floor. And then there were two rime-coated statues that flanked the hallway leading south. However, as Aluna and Abner were discussing what this orb is, Kermit was able to see out of the corner of his eye one of these statues move. And that kind of set off a surprise round um, of which everyone will be participating except for Miyabe. Miyabe did not roll high enough on perception to be able to notice them. So, without Abner further ado... Kind of fell hook, line, and sinker, though, for that. Ooh, ready, warp, let's go look. <laughs> yeah, so without further ado, I'm going to ask all of you to roll initiative. So, I had already rolled initiative once on Oops. accident by cheating. Um, but I actually have the ability that lets me roll it Disc. twice. So I'll do the second one now with everyone else. Oh. And I'll take the 17. Those bells. Yeah. Yeah. Provided right. by Sirenscape. By Sirenscape. Alright, so Miyabe has a 4. Um, 10 for Abner. Aluna was a 17, and Kermit was an 8. Okay. So, in the surprise round, 
Karen will be going first. So this is Karen. So Karen, um, I think, well, I'll roll it and see. Karen, like C-H-A-R-O-N, or Karen, like K-A-R-E-N. Like, no, let me like, speak to your manager. Yeah, right. like, let me Let Bob me speak haircut. to your manager or an angel. Oh, I see. Oh, that's one way to spell it. Karen. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> Uh, right, so I'm gonna roll to see who this one's gonna go after. So one, two, three, Abner. Kermit, four, five, six, Abner. Real quick though, are you in the right spot on that map? Who? You. You're down yeah. here. Okay. Yeah. I was the last one to enter. I thought you were up closer with the Luna orb. Okay. So with a two, it's going to go after Kermit. So this creature is going to five foot step up. Good. He has and... 59. He has 59 health points. Oh, <laughs> I do not. Good. Not yet. Good. And Karen is going to, with it's one Karen. claw... She's going to get um, a stupid amount of damage. A 20 to hit your flat-footed AC. And that oh, will be... That does it hit. Eight points of damage. It's nothing to scoff at. Oh. And next up is Aluna in the surprise round. So standard or move? Um, real quick, can I get a knowledge check on these bad guys? Certainly. These are going to be, I believe, knowledge nature. Cool. Um, let me just double check real quick. You think I would know by now? It is knowledge nature. Twenty-five. Okay, so twenty-five will get you. Um, I will give you two pieces of information. Um, the first for free is just that these are it. called capoescents. Oh, I would have guessed that. Yep, so these are called capoescents, and they are essentially gargoyles. Okay, so they are gargoyles. Great. Yep. Oh, that's bad. Does that mean that they have uh, the stone and hardness to deal with? Or are they creatures? They're creatures. They're okay, monstrous so. humanoids. So they're not like constructs that would really mm -mm. suck. No, yeah. Very much. Okay, so two useful pieces of information. Um, we don't have any like rangers or things that go off type, so that's not important. Um, special attacks. Um, they don't have any special attacks, but they have a lot of attacks. They have a okay. total and a full attack. They can do four attacks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So do not get caught with the full attack. And then, uh, what else do you guys think is useful? Things I could ask. Uh, DR, alignment, trade. They have DR 10 magic. Oh, but Meaning magic that through. You need a magic weapon in order to cut through their DR. Alright, we'll do that. And she'll shout all of that out. And okay. then, what spells? They're not immune. I guess, well, I should have asked, but that's okay. They're not immune to mind-affecting stuff, though, because they're not constructs, so I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna worry about that. I will go ahead... and... cast Bless. Okay. So, Bless. So you each get a plus two to attacks and saves and... No. Just that. Plus one. Just, uh, plus attack one. and plus the fear, I believe. Fear yep. effects. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's just a plus one? Yep. Okay. It doesn't scale with your level, I don't think. I think it's just always a plus one. I think so, yeah. Okay. 
So that was Aluna's turn, and next up it is Terry's turn. So Terry will five foot step up to Miyabe and attack for a 22. Yes. And out of the box. Uh, also eight points of damage. I heard those rocks, Sarah. Scary. Yeah. So that was Terry's turn, and next up is Abner's turn. Um. So. As a swift action, I'm going to use my mage bullets. Ooh. Okay. To, I'm going to sacrifice a level two spell, spontaneous immolation, to add a plus one enchantment and flaming Okay. to the gun. So flaming plus one bullets. Yep. And then... We can do a standard action, right? Yeah. Correct. Since it is swift. Okay. And then we're going to... Shoot at the one attacking Krimit. Okay, Karen? Yes. Kay. Karen. Yes. <laughs> or purple. Karen. As it was spelled earlier. Karen. Karen. Um, it's a point blank shot's on, but I'll take a negative because it's in melee, right? Like a negative four? Is that right? Yes. Yep. And this does resolve against touch. Is that right? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, but it will be an additional plus one because I, I can't pro, I, I don't program in the. That's fine. Okay. So well, essentially. Let me, try, let me try the arcane gun. I have arcane gun in here. Let me see if that. Yeah, that does program correctly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. So, so does this be your roll minus four? Yep. Okay. Oh boy. So 23, effectively 19 against touch will hit. And because you have, um, I think you get to roll another d6 because of flaming. Yep. One d6. Okay. Uh, but let me see here. I think it's, uh, I th think. I don't know. It doesn't say if um, if it gets like a reflex save or anything against it. It usually doesn't. Like if you had that on a weapon, it would just be a straight d6 of additional elemental okay. damage. So, so far, six bludgeoning piercing, which will all go through. And a, another one <laughs> point of damage. So a total on. of seven points of damage to Karen. To be fair, though, with all my bonuses, you're probably still going to out-damage me in this fight, Abner. The net damage, maybe. maybe. The total damage roll, probably well, not. Well, after DR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to give up a three. I had to give up a three d six spell though to get that effect. So. Yeah. Yeah. But it, does that have a save for half? The uh, the immolation. It doesn't say on the flaming. At least where I'm seeing it here, it doesn't say. Flaming. No, but on the on the spell that you gave up. Oh yeah. Does that one have a half? Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah it has. Uh... Well, it's a four. It's fortitude half reflex ah. to put out. Gotcha. Three d six. Yeah. So effectively, if you shoot four times, you're technically netting out. I mean, even exactly. 
It's true. Yeah. Yep, it's true. All right, next up is Kermit. Uh, free action drop my book bag. Your book bag. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> drop my book bag so now I can move more freely. My seagulls up my wad. I'm going to need it. Five foot step and... He's all pumped up and got his new abilities, so I'm going to throw on my point blank. I'm going to do deadly aim. See how you like this. It's going to miss. Or not. Okay, so 24 against touch <laughs> will hit for Solid. 11 points of damage. Solid. Um, wow. Solid. Some of that goes through. So, one, I think. <clears throat> one. You said DR 10 magic? Yep, DR 10 magic. Correct. You're doing better than me there, Abner. Alright, and now it is Karen's turn. So oh. she's got two of these guns that are just like firing off at her. And she could go after either one. Uh, let me just see here. Um... Bless Olen before that does. So. Yeah, so I'm gonna roll again because you both technically did do damage. So one, two, three, Kermit, four, five, six, Abner. Four, five, six, Abner. He's dead. So he is dead. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> Immediately right. died. Don't four, forget, four Justin, attacks. just in case. You you ate that pebble. I don't know how that's gonna help you. That's oh, true, the gut stone. The gut stone. Yes, yeah. it is not through your system just yet. It's a critical hit, so we'll see. So claw number one okay. out of the box. Natural I'm have to, um, fifteen. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Let me look here. Yes, you didn't pee your pants yet. Okay, three points of damage. Well, that's not too bad. Claw number two is fourteen. Yep. Okay. It just hits. Four points of damage. Okay. Now for the bite. Mm. Uh, no, there's a nine. That's not going to hit. No. And then a gore. Uh, don't like natural that. one. All right. So that was anticlimactic. Karen got two attacks off. You cannot um, speak to my supervisor. I uh, the jokes supervisor. on her. Jokes on her. I'm the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit's the so, manager, get him! So now Karen's yeah. even more frustrated and wants to speak to the president. Um, and it is a Luna's turn. I'm going to do something I have yet to do. Um, I am you going somebody to use... Other than Run away. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all are do full of damage. You're so funny. No, I'm going to use spirit magic, uh, which has technically been a thing that I could do forever. Uh, an opportune time just hasn't come up because how often are you going to use Unseen Servant? Um, I have one spell slot per day of each shaman spell level that she can cast, uh, which means I have spiritual weapon, which I can now spontaneously cast in addition to the number of spells I prepared ahead of time. So I will go ahead and cast that again. And Sarah, if you're okay with it, we did level up. So will that new feat work now too? I think you'd get feats right away. Awesome. So I need a token. 
I think I used this one last time. Why, so thank you. let me make that controllable by everybody. Alright, you should be able to move that around. Um, and I have learned that it is important that the weapon has a template. Uh, so I'm going to use the Warhammer template. In the text of the spell, I have four choices. So it's the Warhammer template, but it still looks like, you know, spectral hands and ghostly faces and visages coming in and out uh, as its uh, attack. Um, and I will go ahead and roll. It'll also get a plus two to damage and two caster level checks to overcome spell resistance. But I don't think they have spell resistance, so I'm not too worried about that bit. But So does this count as magic? Yeah, and it's force damage. Okay. So will that cut through DR? I just posted in the chat. It strikes as a spell, not as a weapon. So for example, it can damage creatures that have damage. Okay, sounds That's good. That's from the spell, not a form. Correct. Okay, that's, just, that's just the spell. Got it. Yep. So, 1d20 plus... Uh, Is there a damage? I hope so. No. It's going to be 5, because that's my level, plus my wisdom modifier, right? So 1d20 plus 10. Which is insane. Or it's to hit. Is that right, Jace? Because the feat lets you use your level instead of your BAB. Yes. Yep. Okay. So a 20 to hit? A 20 will hit. Roll some damage. Beautiful. This will also get two additional damage. So that'll be uh, 1d8 plus 7. Is that right? Because it also uses your wisdom there? Uh, no, you don't use your wisdom for damage. You just It's 1d8 plus 1. And then it, it increases by depending on your caster level. Oh, I see. I see, I see. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, Hold up. Yeah, just one. And then it's one per three, one point per three caster levels. Yeah. So, so it's just 1d8 plus three for you. Yep. Four so, points of damage. So, four points of damage to Karen. All of which will bypass its DR. Okay. So that was Karen. Now it is Terry's turn. So Terry is going after Miyabe. And the ice is difficult terrain, you said? Yes. Correct. So actually, I don't think yeah, they would have been say. able to five foot step. Yeah. But there actually, were a number of five foot steps that took place there. They can fly, so they can fly foot fly foot step. Fly. Five foot step. Fly. Five foot step. Hey, that's beautiful. Goodness, that was hard to get out. Right, five foot fly. I'm gonna take a fly foot step here. <laughs> um. All right. So this will be four attacks on Miyabe. So first attack is a claw. Um. Eleven to hit. Mm, nope. Okay. Second claw. Uh. Twenty. Yes. Okay, so that will be five points of damage. The bite is nine. No. And the gore, as out of the box, is a 22. Yep. So the gore will do uh, three points of damage. As it just comes in and it's just tearing away at you madly. Uh, now we are back to Abner. Huh. <sighs> 
I'm getting out of here. Um, sorry. Classic. Had to be done. Classic. Can't, can't be a session without me running away. Uh. So just bear in mind, there are no five foot steps. Um. I can fly too. Ooh. <laughs> can you fly? Fly foot fly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Probably five foot high. Kermit probably could. That's not the rules. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna give it an attack of opportunity and try to move up here. Okay. So it will try to swipe out at you with a claw. It's a 17. That hits. Okay. Uh, that will be six points of damage. Oof. 17 hits. That. And he's more dead. Than I, I didn't <laughs> want to get hit that hard. Um, don't forget bless. Oh, we have bless. Who has bless? We all have bless. Mm-hmm. We all have bless. Yep, yeah. So just a plus one to your attack. Oh, cool. I didn't have that put on there. Cool. Uh, and then I'm actually just gonna drink a cure light wounds potion. Okay, I think it's a move action to pull it out. Or yeah. Oh, is it? I think so. So you could standard action drink out in your next turn. Okay. Didn't know that. So I'd actually rather cast a spell then. Okay. You can do that. Mage armor! Alright. Beef up the armor. So... Are you so... Uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I figured he think... needed it. I don't think it would do any good to Kermit. <laughs> it would. Touch tax. I don't think it actually does. It only works against incorporeal. So it's no. not actually touch attacks. It's just we, incorporeal. We find more of them. What does, <laughs> that do, what does that do with bracers of armor? It'll give you a plus three. Okay. Well, no, his bracers of armor are plus two already. Or plus two. So oh, are they plus two? two. Okay, yes. so plus two. Yeah, so let me change like my mage one. armor to reflect that. There we go. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you get a little bonus to your AC. Yep. All right. And next up, we have Kermit. Uh, reload and pew pew. Okay. Pew pew. pew. At Karen. Die, Karen. Why? Not with this. Oof. Oh, oh my goodness. And then no damage. <laughs> so a thirty to hit touch AC. But 10 points of damage does not get through. A 19 doesn't crit for you? No. No, that 20. Can you imagine I, Gunslinger critting on 19 and 20 by default? You can't Sharon, um, dude. Is he keen? You can at level 7. Yeah, that's, but that's insane. That's insane. Does he so, have... Wait, because he crits on an 18, Baron does, doesn't he? And it doesn't matter. Not our podcast. I don't know. Uh, so you see that you hit it very well. Your aim is true. It just doesn't look like it really did much to affect the natural armor of this creature. It's so depressing after level five. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sad. It will come. It will come. All if right. Live, if we live. And now we are at Miabe. Okay. Well, Final Miyabe, round one. Miabe's weapon is magical. Yes. Um, Ghost Touch isn't really going to do anything, but he is going to 
spin around and face this creature who's been attacking him numerous times now. And uh, he is going to attempt to uh, cleave into it. Flavor cleave? Yeah, not a real cleave. But... Okay. Yeah, no, Flavor I don't cleave. think Luna's standing right there. In <laughs> wow, okay, so a 23 to hit is going to hit and do 16 points of bludgeoning damage. It's actually... Whoa. No, yeah, uh, the bless is in there, so 23 is correct. All right. That was a big hit from Miyabe, who is finally starting to hit things, slowly but surely. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she throw so much shade at us? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I was just trying to play a game, have a good time. I've been on the receiving end of that, so <laughs> I can true. sympathize. 100%. I remember picking on Nayare quite a bit for not yeah. hitting stuff. And then, honestly, to bring in my my new character and be super excited about him, and then to roll a natural one in my first attack, just like <laughs> popped my balloon, just yeah. made it. It was I'm kind of perfect. It, you you were really you flavored it up and everything. You're like, oh yeah, and he swings around and this yeah. is <laughs> Oh bummer. Anyway, it is Karen's turn, so she will five foot step up to the well five foot fly five foot fly. You can't five say foot, it, can you? Five foot fly. And well full attack on Krimit. So that is gonna miss on the first with an eleven. Second claw is going to that's cocked. Um Okay, that's a twenty three to hit. So I think that one's gonna hit. So that is six points of damage on the second claw. The bite is an eighteen. Which I think misses. Okay. And then the gore attack at the end. Out of the box. My goodness. Uh, natural 19. But does not crit on a 19. So. Or threat. So that will be uh, three points of damage on the gore. And not after. that good. After Karen. It is Aluna's turn. Um, Miyabe got hit, right? So the ward is no longer on him. Correct. Correct. I got hit a couple times. Yeah, she'll go ahead and put that, put the ward right back on him, and that, without needing any prompting from me, will continue its action, because I'm not changing targets, and will attack. And I guess, um, this doesn't get Bless, the spiritual weapon, even though it affects attack rolls. Well, I mean, it was summoned after Bless anyways, wasn't it? Right. So even if it did, it wouldn't, but I don't think it Right, but I don't think it would, because it says it's unaffected by feats or combat, um, abilities. Which makes me think the whole point is that it's it's supposed to be its own thing. Yeah, you know I mean? think so. Yeah, I would probably roll that way. Besides, one d twenty plus ten is nothing to scoff at anyway. Otherwise, you just have a party of three clerics and one wizard who hastes their spiritual we- weapon every time. Oh my goodness! Eighteen uh, does that hit? Eighteen will hit. Whew, oh my God. And we're rolling one d eight plus three. Five so, points five points of damage to Chip hunting through that DR. Yep. Every hit point counts. Next up, it is Terry's turn. So, Terry will. Terry? Full attack on Miyabe again. No reason Terry. to do anything else. Terry and Karen. So, it's a 15 on the first one. That's miss. a miss. Okay. Uh, lower on the second. I can't roll out of the single digits. <laughs> um, 19 
with ward, 19 is exactly my AC. Alright, so on the bite, three points of damage. And then on the gore, natural three. So, you think I would be able to roll like a double digit, but no, not today. Not today, folks. Not today, folks. Maybe an Iron Fang. The 19 was a double digit. Yeah, it was. It was actually a decent one. Yeah, if Justin just shared with us the, uh, <laughs> I love that video. <laughs> Back it up, Terry! <laughs> what, you, what, you, what you doing, Terry? Put it reverse, Terry! <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. Alright, so that was Terry's turn, and now, <laughs> now we're at Abner's turn. Alright. <laughs> oh, oh, Terry! Lord, Terry, put it reverse! What you doing? <laughs> oh. I'll have to partake later. Else the whole stream will be pretty. <laughs> oh, I'm going to reload. Alright. As my move action. Okay. So let me take my my dose of black powder and my bullet off my inventory list. <clears throat> and then fire at Karen. Okay. I fire hate you, Karen. At Karen. I hate you, Karen. Okay, and eleven is going to miss Karen. That's not fun. You have mage bullets, though, right? Yeah. Okay, so if you hit, you would do something. Mm-hmm. 1d6 fire damage. So I have to rub it in, Luna. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, next up is Kermit. <laughs> Abandons Abner to his fate. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Kermit's gonna kind of stand there and kind of. I'm not feeling that great, but Abner, I'll cover you. And Kermit is going to total defense. Oh, oh, interesting! Total okay. defense. I don't know if that's okay. come up in this in this module yet. Come the hero so. I always knew you were. Yeah. Yep. All right. I so can't five foot step and reloading is going to provoke an attack of opportunity, and my damage rolls aren't that great, and my miss rider is up to an eight. So, you frog. Eight. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I didn't realize I had climbed up that high. <laughs> well, it was start, it was a six last session. All right. Six. So. Right. So you're tempting fr- fate at that yeah. point. Yeah, well, exactly. By luck, I'm gonna shoot. I'll reload, get hit with an attack of opportunity, and I'll shoot and either misfire or just do one or two damage. So. Okay, put in reverse. Put in reverse. All right. Next, we are at Miyabe with Terry right in front of you. He sees that the uh, creature was damaged by his swing before the great club uh, hitting this creature. They. They're not constructs, but are they still made of stone? No, they're not actually made of stone. They just have this special thing where they can stay super, super still and okay. appear like a statue. So it's not like he hits it and he can see cracks and it's... it's right. No, it's actually a like bruise. flesh. He sees yep. a bruise and he feels yep. like he's doing some damage and he sees that the other one over there is being harassed by the spiritual yeah. weapon and such. So you can see know. blood on the other one. As it gets slashed and shot. He will continue to take this one down. Hopefully he can get rid of it in time to rush over there. Okay. Can we uh, blow up that and makes make a couple of us. us? 
Yeah. Yep. What? Thanks. There's a there's another good look, everyone, what they look like. Kind of these nasty guys. I bet you if Miyabe survives this fight, he's going to vie for that loincloth. <laughs> I, you know, looking at these and just talking about how bad people are like, oh, they're so bad. It's like, I feel terrible if, like, the two people that watch our stream are named Terry and Karen. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a coincidence. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, so, anyway. Mean. Back to you know what? Miyabe. What a fun Patreon reward if you could, like, use insert name for like no name NPC enemy types so you can be like oh there's Jeffrey they keep subscribing <laughs> right <laughs> uh, so Miyabe hits with a hard 29 to, to hit he's aiming six, at the same spot 16 points of damage Terry does not feel good maybe all. not but he's still up oh he's still up curse you Terry now it's Karen's turn. Karen really wants to talk to the president. <laughs> so four attacks on Krimit. This uh, little frog. Hope not. Staring death in the face. First attack. 24. Exactly. Ooh. Okay. So that is only Even three points of damage. Though, right? Your total defense mm-hmm. is 24. Yep. Second attack. What was the damage? I'm sorry. Three points of damage. Second attack is a miss with a 20. The bite is a miss with a 14. And the gore is a miss with an 11. Holy cow. So Sorry, I, dodged, frog, I dodged one attack. Yeah, I'm this frog is like... At all, yeah. <laughs> I was. Just me. I would have been hit twice if I hadn't totaled. Yeah. I could have partial defense. Okay. But... Now we are at a Luna. Inspired by Krimit's bravery, she will place ward on him. Oh. Uh, yeah. um, seeing what he's putting down, and we'll go ahead and, once again, not changing targets, so I don't even have to use the move action. The spectral hands and ethereal visages leap out and, once again, strike at the, uh, the gargoyle in front of him. Okay. All right, so me, uh, not me, Abby. Uh, Luna, um, wards Krimit. Now it is Terry's turn. So, well, no, the attack. Oh, the spiritual weapon. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. 22 will hit with the spiritual weapon on Karen. 1d8 plus 3, chip, chip, chip. Oh, nine points of damage. There we go. All right, Karen's hurting. She be hurting. She be hurting. And Terry. Now is going to full attack on Miyabe. I would make it legal. <clears throat> is that illegal? So first attack on Miyabe. Fifteen misses. Yep. Second attack with a claw. Nineteen. I'll hit. Hits. Is yep. that within the rule of the game? Six points of damage. Allowed. Six. 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 Third attack. Bite. 14. Misses. Yep. Gore. 25. Hits. Nope. It does. I say I so. I did a plus 10 to my AC on the fourth attack against me each round. Only called, three points of damage on the gore attack. It's called Divine Providence. It's called. So I do Terry. Terry is chipping away at Miyabe as well. It's a battle of attrition. 
And it's really. Abner's turn. I want to throw magic missiles at this or shoot it. Amazing uh, music provided by Sirenscape. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Honestly, Third magic time. missile would probably do more damage and doesn't have a That's penalty That's what I'm thinking. Hit. Right, it doesn't have a penalty <laughs> to hit. I'm like, do yeah, I want to burn that just to hit this thing? It does more them. damage hit them both. in airing and it'll bypass their DR. You could, you could hit Terry and Karen. Maybe a three, three D four plus one plus three. Right? Each plus missile three. is plus one. Oh, you have three missiles. Yeah. So you could even do like two and one somewhere. Yeah, we just don't yeah. know how damaged they are. Right. So. Blood reader. <sighs> Let's do that. So I'm gonna throw two at Karen and one at Terry. Oh, three, Karen, please. How rude. All right, bring it again, please. Grimm's like, please just throw it all. Oh God! <laughs> he sees him ca uh, cast the incantations for magic missile. He's like, please, all three on carry. <laughs> so how do I roll that for the two? What do I? Just what do, do I roll? Two d four plus two, plus two and then yep. the one d four plus one. Yep. I mean, honestly, you could do them all at once and just have the last die go to the other one, but it doesn't matter. It's up to you. Whoops. 2D plus 2. That's, uh... <laughs> that's yep. a crimmit roll right there. You can't even yep. roll that low two with magic Two birds in the stone are worth one. <laughs> when you get two magic, two magic pistols from the hand equal a two. <laughs> <laughs> equal a two. Okay. Two days as the 2D4 plus 2 against Karen is six points of damage, but Karen is still hanging out. Yeah, she has not taken as much. Ooh, max Ooh. damage on Terry, though. Nice. Yeah, and he is still hanging out, but they both look real bad. Real bad. It would have been really cool if you just ended the encounter there. He's like, boom! Boom! Magic missile. Bottle cap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Alright, next up is Krimit. Marsh Croker. So, Krimit seeing that they're getting hit, he'll, um, and then he got bolstered a little bit. Icy should be 25, but I can't figure out how to get the word thing to work, so it is 25, trust me. Yeah, yeah. plus two deflection. I already have a ring of protection, so it's only adding another yep, one. Yep, 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 um, yep, yep, But Krimit, like, kind of wincing from getting hit, he's going to congratulate Abner. <laughs> Good job, keep, keep it up. <laughs> and he will total defense again. Okay. He can take it. the bravest it. little frog I've ever met. <laughs> <He'll see. laughs> and the gargoyle completely ignores, uh, ignores him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, hey, what? I didn't hear that. What? <laughs> Alright. Uh, next up is Miyabe. Miyabe, uh, bleeding profusely from uh, half a dozen different uh, claw and bite wounds, is going to make his third attack. Again, aiming at the same spot as always. He's just trying to crush this thing into the ground, uh, okay. hoping that he can down it before it downs him. Okay. Yeah, maybe. A 17 will hit. Thank okay. God. I bet you blessed did it. I bet you. And Terry goes down. Describe how you kill Terry. So I imagine that... You put him in reverse. Wow, <laughs> 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 oh, you guys... Has really found it's that one funny. The wall. I was thinking out for you, dude. Sorry, I couldn't help it. You can't top that though now. So, but dude, I don't know, <laughs> you don't have the giggles today, Justin, Jason. I noticed. I noticed. 
Um, I like to think that uh, both of his previous attacks, he was kind of doing like downward uh, slams with his great club right onto the shoulder of this creature. Okay. Um, this third one, he does that again. And as the uh, creature begins to like pass out from the pain, he just kicks it backwards back into position that it was before. And Slumped then, up against the wall. And then turns his attention to the other. And he's going to actually move over there. Okay. All right, so you move up to Karen. He begins sliding, and then he, like, puts out his great club and pokes him to stop him from moving forward as he slides across the ice. Okay. So, Karen now has another guest she's not happy about. Um, so, I will go ahead and... Let's see. Well, I'll roll to see who it hits. Bitch, you can't hit me. I roll bluff. <laughs> Alright, so that is Kremit, so her first attack yeah, will Yeah, my with... bluff worked. I don't... don't... <laughs> Your 10 bluff? <laughs> sure. Okay, so that is a 17. So the first one will miss. Would it hit me? If she misses... Oop, what? Hmm? Would it hit me? <laughs> So she's going to attack on this one, and if she misses on this one, then she's going to go after Miyabe. So on the second claw, uh, natural 20. To confirm, out of the box, to confirm is a 17. So she hits, but does not confirm, and does uh, 7 points of damage. And then she will continue, because she hit you. Um, 22 to hit. Yeah, nothing obligates her to. So the 22 misses? I have 24, still total defensing. Right. Okay, just the ward fell off. Okay. Yep, so it's a tw- from 25 to 24. <clears throat> okay. So then on the last one, she will swipe out at Miyabe for a 18. Yep. So that one will do... The lowest space Four points hit. of damage. And, uh, Brandon, actually, take one... Like, give yourself one damage back. I had... I said seven, and it should have been six. Ooh, Krimit got fast healing now, boys! <laughs> Live forever! You'll never die! <laughs> and sure now it is Luna's turn. Um, we'll start with the spiritual weapon doing its thing. Okay. Fourth round. Okay. Yes, this is round five. Actually... No, should be round four because I counted the surprise round. Round four. Twenty-five, which will 25 hit. Twenty-five will hit. You don't know. Hmm. I've been getting good mileage out of this thing. Okay. How does your spiritual weapon kill Karen? Ah, uh, yes. So the way I see it, like in the final bouts of the spell's duration, like uh, in this case, a full spectral spirit is able to manifest and crush down. Uh, with like a club or a, a warhammer or something, you know, and break into it, and then as it does, it dissipates the etherealness and kind of like collapses into the creature, beyond okay. able to break beyond the veil a little bit. Okay, that's, that's a sword. It's a, it's a monster <laughs> hunter weapon. It could change into whatever it wants to be. <laughs> roll, roll knowledge weapons. <laughs> and yeah. with that, um, the chamber goes still again kills it with the flat of the sword blade. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
and soon the, the sword lasts rounds per level? Yeah, it's going to dissipate after one round, but it can just go away. Okay. Kermit will kind of fall to the you know, onto one knee, and he's kind of panting. The frogs can pant. And, uh, good job, guys. Uh, Luda, I know you're not going to like what I'm going to ask you. But could you use Do that fancy watch? <laughs> I saw that she was brave, and, uh, she'll come over and heal him first. Wow. Are we, going, are we going to max, or...? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, I can just tell you I'm 18 out of 59. Oh, she took way more than I had in my head. You were, you were, you were yikes, though. He was getting hit I was hard. low in it here, yeah. I feel yeah. like she wasn't hitting me much, but when it was... I'm gonna roll... I'm just gonna click the D8. I'm just gonna roll three D8s. Add three cool. to that, so 21. Okay, so... That 21 total, okay. So yeah. 39 out of 59. 39. Down 20? Oh, so you still need, like, at least two more. Well, the, I'm down further just because I had also leveled and gained. Like, oh, I think it was 11 right. HP, but... So I'll go ahead and uh, do another two for you. So 12. So 51 out of 59. Yeah. Well, one more. What's it going to hurt? It's not going to hurt. And then she'll go around. That's four. Um, with the party. Miyabe, how many do you want? 11 out of 54, so I'm down by 43. So we can at least roll five pretty safely. Tickle two. Wow. Those are. So that is, what, 24 points? Mm hmm. Yep. So that's 35 out of 54. So still down roll 19. So roll another four. Yeah. No, not 19. Another three. Burning Burn them charges. There's three, so 15 more there. I'm glad we bought another two wands okay, before good. we came down here. 50 out of 54 is good enough. <laughs> yeah, that's plenty. And then, uh, Abner, you took one hit, right? Uh, I think you took a couple. Two or three. Two or three, yeah. So, what are you at? Nine of 29. Ooh, so we'll burn... Two, three for two for you to start. Yeah. <laughs> Does the island have Amazon great, Prime to order another wand? Great radio, guys. That could be. Yeah, that right. could be uh, Abner once he gets his shop up and running. Fourteen. He can be, like, the first Amazon Prime. But he can be, How like, close does that get you? That's fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty. Five. Five. Yeah. Yeah, one more, and I'd probably be max. Let's just do it. Uh, I don't know, with three. (laughs) Nah, that's close enough. That's close enough. Alright, and then I will go ahead and use one on myself. Just poke yourself. You didn't even get it. (laughs) Can I, um... (laughs) My my max went up, so... I feel the energy coursing through me, and my power grows. And to compensate, I heal up the damage I didn't take. <laughs> Can I examine uh, the orb thing? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't remember if you guys rolled on it before. We did. We did. did we, we were, and then we were interrupted. Right. I don't think that you rolled high enough. Maybe we didn't roll. Let me see. Come back. Oh, it's going to be on the next page. 
Of course it is. Sorry. Oh, it's your fault, Josh. It's your fault. Oh, it's um, right there at the top. I know. <laughs> I went all the way to the top, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. It's right there. <laughs> um, oh, for Pete's sake. No, I don't think we did. Don't well, just because I don't want to waste time doing this, go ahead and roll Knowledge Arcana. And if you're aiding or if you're rolling separately, just let me know. Yeah, I think you can aid knowledge. Well, maybe you can aid knowledge checks, but we'll just roll separately, I think. I would let you guys aid this one. All right, then. So 14 I'll... for Abner. Oh. And an eight. And an eight for Luna. Um, so looking at it, you're not sure exactly what it is um but you you can see that whatever it is it seems to be active um and it's almost like pulsing upward like into the into the ceiling hmm. can i touch it if you want well, to it's all gated off right it isn't like a what did i say it's in like a um Cage of icy shafts. Um, do we have? Wait, I'm not a paladin. I was gonna say I detect evil. <laughs> no idea. Um, if I do cast detect magic, I know that's emanating magic. But is there mm-hmm. anything else in this room? Like, I'm trying to watch where it's pulsating up. If it like connects to some other mechanism, like I'll take a perception shoot. Ooh, that makes more sense. Or like, just trying to figure out. What is it doing? How does it work? What is its purpose? Um, go ahead and roll a perception, or if any of you want to roll perception, I would allow it. I'll also take a knowledge dungeoneering. Maybe. Hey, look at that! There's a nat twenty perception rolls again. You're, are you swear that it's not just broken? <laughs> it might be. That's like the fourth right? one I've had in the last couple of sessions. That's insanity. <laughs> okay, so 20 for Abner, 15 for Kermit, 21 for Miyabe, and 18 for Aluna. So I'll say Abner and Miyabe, um, you're kind of standing back, and Miyabe especially, you're observing this from a purely non-magical perspective. But you can almost see that it seems to pulse like, up into the like walls and ceiling of this room, and it kind of like wafts out. Is it emanating like cold? This whole room is cold. It's freezing cold in here. The orb, is it making it cold? The orb is cold. As we approach, we can like feel in the air as we mm-hmm. get closer. Yep. Mm. And there's no sig- like religious significance? Um, everybody roll me intelligence. Just a straight intelligence check? Mm-hmm. Just straight intelligence. <laughs> Miyabe. <laughs> can, I, can I advocate for wisdom since I am oh, a wise hey. individual and I can get wisdom to my knowledge checks? I'm still saying intelligence, All but right. Abner, um, with a 17 intelligence, I will say that you get the impression, looking at this, that it appears to be powering something. That's what I thought. I just wasn't sure if Aluna would make that connection or not. And back to what's going on in the big chamber, the maelstrom chamber, you get the sense that it may be powering something with that. I believe this here device has something to do with the larger chamber and 
the maelstrom going on in there. And then I touch it. Okay, so you reach in and touch it? Yeah. Um... To touch it, I could cast Unseen Servant and let them touch it. You take 40d6 cold damage. Abner your, immediately freezes to death. Your frosty fingers fall off. I'm trying to see... There's a lot of ones in that array. A lot of fours, too. Holy cow. <laughs> Seeing if the campaign has anything about <laughs> what if a player touches it. Yeah, I don't think... That it does I don't in. think anything happens, but it feels really cold to the touch. I think perhaps we should try destroying it. Um, alright. In that case, Aluna will you, you want us to? Pass. Yeah. Does Krimit ask that? Was that in character, or were you just wondering? I mean, is that a good idea? I mean, could I do knowledge engineering to figure out what this might do? Um, oh, sorry, you were asking me? Um, sure. Jason, am I allowed to roll knowledge engineering for that? So, 14. You're not sure. It. You definitely get the, the impression that it's powering something. Um, you think that there might be a way to deactivate it. Um, but because it has a magical nature, you probably would need a use magic device check. Or physically destroy it. Miyabe has a killer thing, use magic device. Yeah, good thing that's a class skill for me that I've invested zero rakes it. <laughs> um... Can, so wait, I'm sorry, can we not, we can't move it? You can't move it. Well, we haven't tried, but... What's in the... I imagine it's like a bunch of, like, up and down, like, icicles, like, really mm -hmm. big ones, and it's kind of like mean, a so I guess if we had like cage. A, not that we have, but if we had a <laughs> stick, we could reach out and poke it, right? Yeah. And Abner reached through and touched it. Oh, okay. I mean, I could destroy it if you guys wanted to. I think that's the only... The only option we have and it's definitely tied to the nonsense in the other room I think we have to destroy it <laughs> Mayabe it's magic he comes charging in <laughs> <laughs> but the orb's too big to put through the bars even if we grabbed it right I'm gonna cast Unseen Servant and uh, invisible mindless shapeless force that performs a simple task at your command uh, she will tell it to. She'll summon it inside of there. You know what I mean? Okay. Looking through the slits, and then she'll command it to grab it or pull it off. It's like it's just floating, right? Yeah. Yep. It's just like hovering in the air. Yeah. She'll try to get it to move it. Now it has an effective strength score of two, so it can lift twenty pounds or drag a hundred pounds. But that's it. It can trigger traps and such, but it can only exert about 20 pounds of force, of force, which is not enough to activate certain pressure plates on other devices. It can't perform any tasks that require a skill check with a DC higher of 10. So, I think this falls into, hey, go do this for me category, though. Okay. Um, so you're trying to move it? 
Yeah, just pull it. Okay, so your unseen servant tries to pull it and it doesn't move. It seems to be like magically fixed into place. She won't say anything and we'll let Kremit blow it up if that's what he decides to do. I mean, I don't think I can do anything, so I have... Uh, uh, let me link it. Oh, I guess I... Well, it's pretty big, but... Big text. So I have... If you scroll down pretty far, it's the second thing I can do, which is... So not shoot black. unattended object. The gunslinger can make an attack roll against a tiny or smaller unattended object within the first range increment of the firearm. If it's um smaller size, the AC goes up. On a hit, the gunslinger does not damage the object with the shot, but can move it up to 15 feet farther from the shot's origin. On a miss, um, she damages the object normally. So I'm going to try that, so I won't actually deal damage to it, but I'll see if I can shoot it to move it. Okay. Deadly aim turned off. Miyabe's just chilling. Of course. Of course. <laughs> crit. And I so, would probably on anything. Darn it. Yeah, so a critical with a 32 uh, to confirm. You confirm your hit on it and it just doesn't move. Off, I'm assuming. Yeah, it just doesn't move. Good. I wasted my crit and my fires up by one. And it oh, because you're not a magic weapon. While you guys are in here, I need all of you to take three points of non-lethal cold damage. Magic oh, to me. We gotta track that separately. Not um, this fella. Cold resistance. I'm going to add that to a little bit of shadowy resistance. Uh, it's if we can't do much, we may want to get out of here. It's getting a little cold. How long would you think we've been here, Sarah? Like here is in, like, downstairs? No, like, interacting with this orb. Um, I would say probably it's been ten minutes. Ten minutes, okay. Yeah. Do I have any spells? I don't... Can't Did we ever really see help. what was down at the end of this? No. We haven't tried to smash it. Door. You have to break through the icicles. Somebody has the only magic weapon. Yeah, he tried. It, it didn't do anything. Yeah, but he didn't try to damage it. He just tried to move it, yeah. Oh, that attack was to move it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'll try, yeah, because that was. It. it said, like, if you miss, then it does damage, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you guys told me to shoot it, I would. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, Abner, you shoot at it and you impact, and you see it, like, the bullet does pierce and does a, a little crack to it. I had wasted that gunpowder on that. <laughs> so little damage. Yeah. Alright, so I'm not using the grit ability. I'm just going to straight keep you. Keep you. Okay. And I'm sorry. Alright, I'm going to go sit down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Kermit misfires. <laughs> uh, uh, Aluna will kind of like hold up her hand, tell the gunslingers to stop, and then just be like. <laughs> Miyabe, 
Can you try to destroy that for us? Do you want me to roll, or if over time can I just smash through and hit it? Um, I would say, what's your bonus to hit? I've got a plus 11, well, take bless off. I have a plus 10 to hit. My damage is minimum 8, maximum yeah. 17. Okay, you only take, it only would take you one hit um, to, to go through it. Actually, just roll damage. Okay. So, Miyabe, you go up to it, and you line up, and you whack it, and you crash it right through the middle, and it bursts into an explosion, and I need all of you to take 24 points of damage as this thing just explodes into shards and then falls to the ground. Now. Nope. No? 5d6 points of cold damage. No save. Do I get, uh... Do I get damage reduction on that? You do, yep. So you would take 19. 19. Yep. Yeah. You roll a lot of 5s and 6s. So, as soon as that happens, like, Gabby just smashes this thing, explodes, Krimit just gets pelted with all this damage, she just sits there and... Aluda! <laughs> yeah, we just... <laughs> It just all that does is just waste time, Sarah. Now he's got to use up the wand again. Ugh. Yeah, but I think this. you hit it a little too hard. Does anything change Wait. with the room? Um, not with the room. No, uh, you just see that there's no longer that pulsing that's going up into the walls and into the ceiling. So I'm gonna end up using 16 charges, right? For a person minimum. Basically, just got fireballed in the face. Right. Yeah. Get that back. Yeah. yeah. So. It was a 10-foot radius, and you all were conveniently 10 feet away. So, yeah. I'll just go down the line. Abner, here's your 48 plus whatever. Okay, so 15 Um, points to Abner. Here's mine. (laughs) Okay. Miyabe is taking off down Dude, the tunnel. He feels bad for damaging um, us. I thought you were supposed yeah. to be a protector, Miyabe. Miyabe. <laughs> does all damage. You hurt her so bad. Oh, Miyabe. yeah. Does he rage at himself? There's yours. <laughs> we find him in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not Krimit. upset about it at all. Krimit, yeah, there's yours. Okay. So... The rest of you, um, you can finish up with the healing, and then are you following Miyabe down the corridor? Yeah, people still need some healing, though, don't they? Uh, I'm alright. I'm only down ten. I'm down nine. And Abner? I'm down five. So So does non-lethal go away with magical healing? Yeah. Okay. So we'll use one more each for everybody. Does it just go away, non-lethal? Yeah, it heals at the same rate. Yeah, that's what I thought. Just for that, I would like my spell slots for my level 3 spells today. Yeah, (laughs) Just for that. (laughs) That's up to you if you want to spend 15 minutes. Abner. Miyabe. Krimit. Of course. (laughs) Alright, so, Miyabe, as you come up to this doorway, uh, roll me a perception check. 
Okay, with your 20 perception, um, you hear some shuffling coming from the other side. Oh, boy. So you're charging in? No, um, he would wait for everybody to stack up behind him, and he would say, I think I hear something across the, on the other side of this wall. I love the way this tunnel is, that Abner has just become one with the, the wall. I'm, I'm, one, I'm one with the wall. <laughs> I'm one with the wall. Should I open it? Well, no sense us standing in these cramped quarters. He will kick it open with force. (laughs) So, Abner, or not Abner, Miyabe kicks open the door with force. You have a ward, by the way, Miyabe. Shattering it to pieces. Clarion police! We have a ward! Immediately... You are greeted by the smell of ozone and mildew that fills the air of this neglected chamber. Uh, Crooked bookshelves are crowded with ragged tomes that occupy much of the room. The cracked floor slopes towards a large, water-filled passage leading west. To the south stands a sturdy wooden door covered in shallow gouges. The other thing that you notice are three figures that are shambling around. Man, it'd be real nice to have a fireball mm, right about now. Surely and, those aren't what I think they are. They, and they are. Um, as soon as you kick open that door, they all turn and hiss at you, and I need everyone to roll some initiatives. Seriously, fireball would be great. Right Anybody want to place bets on what these things are? I don't know, but they look friendly. I've got an idea. My best friend. Best friends forever. I've got a guess. Is that one licking the skull? Are they licking skulls? I don't like that. Hehehe. <laughs> Alright, so... Same as last time. They look like some kind of vampire creature. Let's see. We will have Joe, Jim, <laughs> and... Jonathan. Terry. George. Terry. <laughs> Terry, Terry, two Terry two. Terry two. All right, Terry so two. George will be blue, Jim can be green, and Joe will be red. Come on, so, at least you could have done Jim, Dwight, Michael. There you go. I don't think that far in advance. Mm. I just told you. Sorry, I can't pick good music that I want. What's this music? Oh, that's what it is. <coughs> good music. This is the elevator games. battle music. Yeah. Right. Um. All right. So. I don't hear any music. Oops, did it stop? Oops. Oh, I clicked it too many times. Hey, we need these awesome songs. User error. It's my bad. Alright, so let me get my colors on. What did I say? Green, red? I don't remember. Jim, Joe, George. Red, green, blue. Okay. So, we've got initiative for Miyabe is a 14. And I will say that all of you can get a surprise round because Miyabe knew that they were back there but they did not know that you were coming he burst open the door like a madman okay so seven for Abner obviously Luna is going to take the twelve no (laughs) and Kermit coming in with an eight and then oh jeepers Oh, jeepers. Jeepers, creepers. Oh, I have a oh, heist jeepers. Oh, jeepers. 
Okay. So, surprise round. First up, Aluna. Oh, okay. So, following Miyabe bursting down the door, um, her dancing light globules fly into the room as well. Um, okay. And she will... She can't quite well see anything, but she knows we're in for trouble again. Can she see from where she's at? Can she make an angle on this one? Uh, no. Yeah, too many people in the way. Too many people. Yeah, so... And we have a surprise round, though, you said, right? Correct. Um... I'm looking at it though, I can't quite well squeeze out of the way. I can only get right in the way. So I'll wait for them to go in first. Okay. Next. Can, can you delay a surprise round? That's what I want to do, so just go later. Okay. Uh, next is Miyabe. He will charge the one in front of him. Okay. Alright, so you'll charge. That he needs. That is Jim. So roll that charge attack. Okay, 16 will hit. And George goes down. Oh, must not be what I thought he was. While I'm in here, can I roll knowledge religion? You may. Could you just straight up murder that one? Yep. Um, you're not sure. Actually, no, you would, with that, I'll say that you know that these are ghouls. Oh, they are what I thought they are, it's just they're way weaker than I thought they were. Do they have some special, usually, if they're weaker, they have some special ability that would just mess you up. Well, no, they do, we fought ghouls before in Rise of the Room, which is, I thought they had more hit points. Mm-hmm. If you remember, though, we were in the corn, spoiler, minor spoilers for Rise of the Room was. We were going through the cornfields. My minor, it's a big one. (laughs) They would jump out of nowhere. And if you recall, we pretty much could put them down easily. It was just a a battle of attrition in the numbers. They would jump out of the There was a lot of them. Yeah. And then then they were done. We had to clear out a whole field of them. Also, I was maxing their HP back when we were fighting. So that's why. Now you're minimizing it. Now I'm giving them literally half of what they should have. Yep. Sounds right. Not really. Alright, so that was Miyabe's turn in the charge. Next up is Kremit. Five five foot step. Can I see that one? Uh, yeah. Alright, so drop my book bag. Five foot step. Pew pew. So, on a bright note, I already misfired, so... Let's do... One. For now. For now. Alright, so point blank. Oh, and when I switched my mod, I, I changed it to ranged when I redid it when we were in the room before I got nuked in the face. Okay. Roll that to hit. Deadly. Oh, I need to make sure all my buffs are on. I'm not used to this. It's tough playing a level 5 character. You mocking hey, I just want to make sure I'm going to get every bang for my buck, if you know what I mean. Literally. I used to. Alright, so 25 to hit, 11 points of damage. Uh... George is still standing. Ooh, so you got yeah, pretty close then, Jace. We have a very tight bounded uh, area of their hit points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twelve or thirteen? 
Next up in the surprise mover standard is Abner. Probably uses fireball. Fish. <laughs> can I see either of these? Um, you can probably see red. Red. Okay. Yeah. So I am not. Actually, wait. Those are bookshelves. So technically, yeah. Kermit yeah. wouldn't have been able to see blue. Maybe they were short bookshelves. I'm two feet tall. It doesn't matter. Buddy, <laughs> buddy, you don't have to bring it up. You could just be like, I gotta hop up, <laughs> hop and shoot up over the action. Are they bookshelves? Is that what yeah, no, they're bookshelves. So I should have. I thought they were benches at first until I reread the flavor text. They're actually bookshelves, so they're higher. Um, so does that change what you would have done, Brandon? Because yeah. you five foot steps. Would you have actually moved in? Let me give me a bullet back. <laughs> yes, yes, you can give me your bullet back. Saving up here. All right, so I was here. You were back one, one space, yeah. Yeah. Abner fades into the wall. <laughs> like the shadow he is. It's up to you, sir, but arguably he could have made that attack against red. If you take the corner of his, it kind of just... Okay, that's oh, fair. Yeah, that's fair. True. If You're you want to do that. that. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So that's we'll true. just pour All right, dough. I'm going to take a bullet back. <laughs> no, no. I give it the bullet. It's kind of a good. It's kind of a good look. Ed Kermit like slides into the room and just barely slings around the Cha -cha corner. Cha-cha, Thank you, Okay. All right. Just remember how benevolent he is when he kills us in Iron Fang. I was going to say this moment. Uh, nah, he's all talk. Jason's the kindest, most benevolent DM. I like I've ever to kill had. you when you're at your best. Yeah. So, he likes he likes to take cool moments and just squash us with fire resistance. That oh. was oh man, that was so sad. I'm still sad about that. It's because you were so tactical. You were like, uh, he only has one HP. You I was like, I have burning hands. And you will guarantee at one HP of damage. <laughs> taking fire spells. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what kind of loser bozo character would use fire spell. I don't either. That, <laughs> everybody knows that fire. Spell. Everybody knows that fire is the most common resistance in the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyone worth their salt knows that. So Abner, um, yeah, going back, Kermit did do what he thought he did. Yep. So you okay. just five foot stepped up. Yep. Okay. Um, I guess that's it. Can't really do All anything. Right. I'll move oh, okay. in then after that, and I'll take a knowledge check on these guys. Okay, so roll a knowledge religion. If I can find it. Knowledge religion. Ten. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I know they're ghouls. You know they're ghouls, and I will give you one piece of information because I would say they're probably fairly common. Um, I know... How much should I separate player knowledge here? I don't even know about the ghoul touch thing, and that's bad. I don't know. Surprise me, Sarah. Tell the audience something cool. I thought ghouls Um, cool. yeah. So, cool thing about ghouls is they <clears throat> can bite you and do disease and paralysis. 
But, fun fact, elves are immune to the paralysis. Not the case with guests, but for ghouls. See, this is proof of Jace's benevolence. He would have given me nothing for that. Yeah. Like, even technically, if they're common, I beat the DC by five. <laughs> well, I'm a different GM than Jason, clearly. Clearly. If this had been something, like, more cool than a ghoul, I probably wouldn't have, but it's a ghoul. It's a ghoul. So, now it is Joe and George's turn, now that poor Jim has been killed. So... You could have um, even Jimmy Bell Pop. I could have. So, Joe will move up to Miyabe and swipe out at you with a bite. So Thumb this will be a... Six. Oh to hit. No. So that will not hit. And then uh, who's the other one? George will does come he, up to Aluna. Does he only have one attack? Yes. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Oh! It's written differently. So he does have two more claws. So I thought it was it, and they're really This guy really has a like... death wish, I'm telling you. <laughs> 19? Yep. Okay. So that is five points of damage, and I need you to roll me a fortitude save. Yep. A twenty-eight fortitude. Probably you're fine. fails. So you shake off the paralysis, Can you and the other again? claw is <laughs> twenty-one to hit. Can you give me the damage yeah. for the first one? Uh, four points of damage, okay. I think. Go ahead. And this twenty-one is against me now, right? No, 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 this is still against Miyabe. And this is another two points of damage. And I think you have to roll again for the Uh, paralysis. A 26 probably fails. A 26 definitely fails. No, just kidding. You are fine. Aluna, however, will get the bite. So this will be a six. So the bite is going to miss on George. So now it is Miyabe's turn. Um... I kind of wanted him to attack blue because red's already damaged, but uh, that's a bit of a tough tough corner to get there, so um, I guess he will just yell out and he would say Aluna, get out of the way and then he would attack at red. Okay. So, so let me roll to hit on red. Take charge off. Uh, no. Natural one is going to miss. Um, and I guess he'll just stay where he is. Okay, fair enough. Next is Krimit. What will Krimit do? Uh, so, uh, I'm gonna attempt uh, acrobatics. Okay to get over yonder. Alright. 24. 24 will do it. So I can move half, I believe? Yes. Mm-hmm. Half your normal speed. So, um, alright, so I'll move the 15 feet, so I'll just kind of jump over Luna, bounce off of one of the bookshelves and land over there, and move action. Reloading again. Alright. Aluna, get out of the way! (laughs) Next up is Abner. Can I see this one? 
Um, you can, but it would. It's yeah, tough yeah. shot. Tough, tough shot. shot. Yeah. yeah. Just drop prone. It's always a good idea. Probably eight, right? Because there would be cover and firing into melee. Shoot between Bihaba and Aluna's legs. Yeah, right. Um, Take him out of the kneecaps. Take him out of the kneecaps. You do have good point blank shot. Now, though, don't you? Not huh? point blank shot. Not point blank shot. You don't have precise shot. I don't have precise shot because I didn't have point blank shot. So I have point blank now. But then you can maybe get precise later, but not now. Later, but yeah, not now. I understand. I understand. But not now. <laughs> but not now. <clears throat> Let's start with a knowledge religion check. Sure, nice. go for it. <clears throat> we don't know Ten. anything about ghouls. Never even heard of them. Yeah, Why is this first in blue. You, you don't have to <laughs> give anything for that. Like we've had three tens in a row. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Yeah, you learn. Like it's, it's one of those. Aluna tells you that they can do paralysis and poison. You're like, yeah, I know that. Everyone knows yeah. that. Everybody <laughs> knows Duh. that. What have you Duh. ever heard of ghoul? <laughs> don't don't explain that to me like that. Um. <laughs> I don't think my acrobatics are very good. It's just delay. Believe in yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'll just. I'm just gonna delay. Gonna I'm delay. Like ready. Yeah, but if if Aluna disengages from this guy, then I well. Did you move up? Uh, yeah, yeah, you five foot steps. So you gotta be yeah. back. Yeah, so I'll delay there. And okay. If Aluna disengages, I'll try and take a shot at this guy. Okay. So are you readying where you would interrupt her action, or are you just waiting until she completes her turn and then doing? In this case, it won't make a difference. He'll just delay, I think. Unless I'm mistaken. Okay, that's fine. The second she's not engaged with this one, then I would shoot at it. Okay, so you're going to ready in action for as, as soon as she's not engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now it is Aluna's turn. Um, I'm assuming... If I can this, do that. This corner is a bit too much to sidestep with a five foot. Right, yeah. Um, I will full withdraw then. Okay. So, I think... Jason, I right. saw you measuring. Yeah, what did we determine? Can I sh see it from there? Uh, it depends on how you rule the doorway, but it probably would be allowed with, like, uh, yeah. plus two or plus four to cover. Mm -hmm. But you That's wouldn't right. be taking the firing into melee because he and I aren't threatening because of that right. corner. Right. Right. So Which, it's, a, um... it's, a, it's a doable shot. Yeah, withdraw is a full action, though, so I can't withdraw and put ward on somebody, which is so sad. Right. But I'll move there, because he won't provoke around the corner, and in my head, she, like, won't quite see him until she rounds it that he's there. You know what I mean? Okay. All right, so then, Abner, you will shoot at this guy. So roll your attack. Crimson so attack will go off, too. There were Kermit. two. Yeah. Kermit didn't ready. Nope. Kermit oh, okay. moved reloaded. and reloaded. He re he reloaded. I did two move actions. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Right. Um, so unfortunately, a thirteen is going to miss. So you fire out at it 
but it misses. And now it is. Oh. Do you not resolve oh. against touch, Abner? Oh, I touch. Have, I didn't have point blank shot on either. Okay, so it would have been a 14. It would have been a 14. So with cover, their touch would be 14. So that actually would hit. So that is George. And add plus one to the damage as well. Seven to blue. Wait, so point blank. Blue. That doesn't. It's one to damage and attack. Is it to attack too? Okay, yes. I couldn't yep. remember. Okay. So then that would be seven points of damage to That's how, that's how Crow was able to do one more damage. One more damage. It's just the, besides the 1d6 that he would typically do. Mm-hmm. Nice. Alright, so now it is Joe and George. So George will move up to flank Miyabe. Haha, <laughs> fools. And he will bite and claw. You can't flank me. I'm unflankable. He will try. Doesn't work. Um, that is a natural 20 I mean, on the bite. That'll hit. Um, <laughs> Make sure you didn't add the flanking bonus to that. Though. I did not add the flanking bonus to that. But without flanking, that is a 20 to confirm. That confirms. Okay. So that is 10 points of damage. And I need you to roll two fortitude saves. Okay. That was just the bite, right? That was just the bite. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh no. Okay. No. Jason's trying to hold back the smile about he's really excited Miyabe might die. So, Miyabe, um, you get bitten and um, you feel the something pump into your blood and it burns for a second, but you're able to ward it off. And, uh... <laughs> you just get so excited over there. Oh my gosh. But you are now paralyzed for... Basically every other attack's gonna hit between... Two rounds. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was a lot longer than that. Okay. Nope. Have you been playing a significant number of Iron Fang monsters way harder than ever? Right. Like, you know, what, what do you know? Okay. Maybe like so now, rounds, right? two claws. That is a 10. Uh, paralysis is not actually changing my modifiers on here, but I believe that should still hit. Because uh, yeah, I would lose my dex, which brings me down to 15. But my yep. dex is also treated as zero, I think. So that brings me all the way down to ten. Um, okay. So it's just my... And so melee I think, attacks get a plus four bonus. Because I'm prone, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, any my AC yeah. should, I think, be ten even. Okay. And you get And he's helpless. Oh, you drop prone too? Yep. You don't you I, know, just, like, freeze and stand. I think it's as if you're prone. Uh, frozen in place and unable to yeah. move or act. A paralyzed it's equivalent to a prone. Yeah. Score melee when they're equivalent to prone. No. Just they don't. Get, they don't get the plus four. They just have an effective dex and strength of zero. So I'm not. I don't know. It says. Prone. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading helpless, not paralyzed. Correct. Frozen in place and uh, mental actions. Okay, yeah, so, sorry, I was reading the uh, helpless, not the paralyzed. Yeah. He is okay. helpless, also. So I, I do have an AC of 10, I believe. Well, if he's also helpless, then he would get the plus 4. Because um, it says the helpless is, creatures, yeah. paralyzed, held, bound, sleeping, unconscious, blah, blah, blah. So Melee attacks against a helpless target get a plus 4 bonus equivalent to attacking a prone target. 
Cut. Yep. Sure. I mean, it would hit either way. Okay, so that is going to be a. Oops. The box. Uh, four points of damage okay. on the claw. And then a seven to hit. Is that with the plus four bonus you get? Oh, no, that's 11, so okay. that would start. Yeah. So that's six say, points of damage. I was going to say, how could you possibly roll that low? And then I think you're already paralyzed. I don't know if the rounds would stack, though. Yeah, I don't think it's going to make a difference in the end. But Okay. So that is George. And now Joe will roll his bite. So that's an eight with the plus four. Uh, AC is ten. Okay. He so could that is that's gonna hit and that's gonna hit so those are going to be oh nice 12 no 13 points of damage total okay and now we're at Kermit's turn Kermit is it a full round action to Coupe de Gras because I want to jump out of this bootcase and just put around as a misery (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is sorry uh, I will, uh, so I guess I can't really see what's going on. I just hear, like, Miyabe, I don't know if he's paralyzed. He can't even say anything, right? Right. Yep. So just kinda... mental actions. You can only see blue, but the bookshelves black. So I just see, like, random blood splatters going all over, and I can only surmise that probably things are not going well, but I'll just shoot at, uh, who's this one? George? Uh, George, yes. Okay. Reminds me of some, like, horror games where you can't see the actual carnage, but you can see, like, the thing ripping onto it, and, like, it's just off the angle, so you yep. see blood and viscerage going everywhere. I mean, it could have been Miyabe doing all that to him. 22 okay. to 10, and 15, I think again. Ow. Wow. All right, so 22 will hit and do 15 damage. How do you destroy George? Yeah. Oh, it's just like any zombie one. You just take off the head, but its jaw is still there, and tongue just probably dangling. Oh, yeah. And did you see the tongue on these guys? Oh, yeah, that's just that's just lolling out there. I feel like there's a whole, like, it stutters, like it's gonna try to attack me, Abby, one more time. Like, the chicken with his head's cut off, and then it just kind of falls over. And yep. it just, like, slumps over like a body. Yep. Definitely. You leave me, Abby, alone. Pew! Would you like to move anywhere, Kermit? Uh... Or move yeah, action? Five... What's, um, I don't really know what's going on here. I'm just going to roll it. If I get odds, I'm going to go this way, even though I'm going to go this way. Okay. So I'll five foot step that way. Okay. Oh, wait, I, no, I only shot, so I guess I'm sorry. I'll, I guess I could have moved. I'm an idiot. Or reload. I, well, I could just still reload. I'll just see yeah, how five foot step and just reload. I'll bulls it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, next up is Abner. So now you have a clear line of sight to Miyabe. Right. You want to kill him? Fireball. Wouldn't I have a clear line of sight to this thing now? Because Miyabe's... Oh, he's not prone. He's That's not prone. Doing, right? He's just, yeah. just standing in the way. Yeah, Miyabe, move! Stop ignoring <laughs> me! <laughs> why won't you listen? <laughs> God, why is my speed so slow? Over-encumbered. Oh, uh, that might be... That's why I have to drop my book bag. With your pencil case? I literally had to put, like, everything. Like, I had to get rid of thunderstones. I had to put extra bullets in there. Because my... I still have a six strength. Oh, that's right, yeah. You got hit hard. 
First time encountering one of those, and that's the last time if you ask Krimit. He doesn't count as being in melee or in yeah, like in melee combat then either, does he? He does. Well he's still threatened. Mm-hmm. Joe is threatening him. Yeah, I'll just double move. Okay. Abner double moves. Now it is Aluna's turn. She knows it. He's in quite a bind. Um. Ah, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Mayabe rages, but he's paralyzed, so it's impotent rage. <laughs> oh, that's not going to help at all. Um, so go ahead and provide Ancestors Council. So, um, as a standard action, the shaman can call upon our ancestors to provide advice and assistance to one ally within 30 feet. The ally gains a plus two bonus on any attack roll, saving throw, ability check, or skill check made before the beginning of the shaman's next turn. Um, and I will go ahead and give a plus two to... Oh, Ward's down, too. She'll just walk. Uh. Well, I thought about that, but I have a plus two to hit, and I'm not sure. They have a low AC, I know, but I'm not sure Luna would do that. I'll take the chance. What's it going to do? I guess, I guess they're right. I'll try, I'll pull out the quarter staff as a move action, and I'll try to hit it. Okay. All right. Roll an attack. A four. <laughs> four is not going to hit. And then she will five foot step. You did call it, though. I'll give you that. That way. Okay. Might have been enough damage. <laughs> It is Joe's turn. Joe is going to five foot step here, Aluna, and full attack on you. Ooh, Miyabe can only watch helplessly. Yeah. Classic. He was probably looking at the one behind him anyways. So, 13. Misses. Okay. First claw, 20. Hits. So that will be... Five points of damage. Roll me a fortitude save. I don't think going he has to. Shout out. What's that? I don't think oh, he has to elf. roll it. Oh, because he counts as an elf? Yes. Yeah. Bummer. Elven immunity. And then a 15 to hit. Hits. Okay. Uh, oh four God. points of damage. 
forgot Aluna was like half elf. I know. I Every time that. Josh plays an elf or a half elf, we forget the race that he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts, man. With Vindel, it made sense because I never played him like a full elf. Like, I never. His elven stuff never came up. But Aluna? It's sad, man. Your psychic stuff crazy. has come up. Your elven stuff has not come up. No. We haven't met any elves. Okay. Next up is Miyabe. I don't think you get consecutive saves. Nope. Okay. So you are still paralyzed. And now it is Krimit's turn. So he's just going to um, ready an action. So if Aluna moves out of the way, he can shoot. And he'll also tell Miyabe that Aluna is getting murdered. He's not doing his job. Just kidding. <laughs> does this does this really protect me against their thing, Jace? Elven immunities. That's elven immunities has nothing to do with it. It's because you count as an elf. Oh, and ghouls can't do you. It specifically says in their stat block that elves are immune to their paralysis. Interesting. Right. Why is that? Nobody knows. Oh, uh, war reasons, I'm sure, about ghoul creation. There's theories, nobody knows. Yep, so I'm doing shredding in action to pew pew. Okay. Alright, sounds good. Next I up. I is... to get out of the way, obviously, but. Yeah. <laughs> Next up is Abner's turn. Uh, Abner will reload. Move action. Wave my bullets here. And then. How far am I? Oh, yeah, we're good. He's within range. Uh, uh, put on that. We don't have bless, right? No. Just making sure. Mm hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then we'll fire at red dude so this minus four right yep. yeah correct okay so 22 to hit will hit and how do you kill it with two points left is that, is uh, that what he had left yes two hit yeah. points left i feel like it was like a grazing shot <laughs> like he's <laughs> like shaking a little bit as he fires and just luckily gets the hit on him. Um, I don't know, maybe hitting a vital organ or something by luck. <laughs> not a not a miraculous kill. Not a not a fancy <laughs> kill. Not all. a fancy kill, but it got the job done. And Miyabe, after another few seconds, you're able to shake out of this paralysis that had taken over you. They'll put the ward back on him. And then uh, detect magic in this room. Okay, so um, in I this, I would like to look around quite a bit since there's a bunch of books and such. Okay, um, you do detect magic, and let me back up. I got distracted before with the orb, but in this other room up here where the gargoyles were, um, you would have found that each of them were wearing a ring. Oh. That detected magic because you were doing detect magic on stuff, and I forgot to mention 
yeah. um, that you would have uh, you would have detected magic on their rings. So if you want to roll a retroactive spellcraft on that, mm-hmm. I'll roll the aid. Are they? Do we think they're the same, or do I need to do two spellcrafts? They look similar. Okay. So with a 27 spellcraft and a Luna eating with a 15, um, you're able to determine that these are called Ring of Inurment. Inurment? Inurment. Inurment? Anyway, I will show this to you. Yeah, I'm like, how do you spell that? (laughs) So this humble ring is crafted from smooth red and blue porcelain and wrapped with threads of copper. Each morning, the ring's wearer must select either hot or cold, and for the next 24 hours, the ring of inurement affords basic protection from the selected conditions as if she were using endure elements and superficially alters the wearer's clothing to better accommodate her, growing fur linings and extra layers in frigid environs or lightning fabric in response to high temperatures. The ring protects only the wearer who determined its properties for the day, and its protection immediately ends for the day if it is removed. Okay. I love that description because all it did was help their loincloths. Yep, right? <laughs> Give them fur-lined loincloths. Are you batting your loincloth? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also forgot to tell you that you would have gotten uh, 2,400 XP from killing them. They were two CR4 creatures. And for killing the ghouls, you get... 1200 XP. They were 400 each for being CR1. Um, Abner, you... Or no, Aluna, you were detecting magic in this room? Or Abner? Aluna. But yeah, okay. we, we figured out this last session or two sessions ago. Abner knows magical stuff, but can't can't find it. And uh, Aluna kind of has the sense for things of magical power in the spiritual world, but doesn't have as firm an understanding. It was just always natural to her. So kind of plays out in a nice, interesting way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Abner, looking around, um, you can see that many of the tomes that were stored here are destroyed. <clears throat> it looks like they may have been like ripped apart, clawed apart, by maybe these ghouls that were in here. Um, but you do find one book that has bronze pages and it is called Hymns to the Winds and the Waters. Um, go ahead and roll me an appraise on that if you would like. Okay, so with your 20 appraise, I will say you know that this is worth a lot of gold. The bronze especially makes it worth uh, 500 gold pieces. Can I get a knowledge of uh, religion on that? Um, it wouldn't be knowledge religion, but you do notice that detecting from this book is magic. It's not religion. It's like a collection of hymns, though. It's just yeah, but it's it's nature. just a it's just a book. Nice. I don't. Yeah, it's just a book. Um, but, uh, knowledge arcana or spellcraft, then. Well, if you look through it, you can see detecting. Actually, no, it wouldn't detect magic. That's my bad. Looking through it, though, you see that several of the pages also function as... I guess I'm getting myself all turned around. Yes, you do detect magic. Several of the pages also function as scrolls for the following spells. Do you have read magic? Uh, Just detect. I don't have read magic. Not prepared. Not prepared. 
Okay, so I don't think you can determine which spells the scrolls are for. I think you need to have read magic for that. Something for later. So it's not a spell book, but it has scrolls in it. Correct. Yep. So you could like rip the pages out and use them as scrolls. <clears throat> okay. They're all scrolls of read magic. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> um. And yeah, go ahead and roll a knowledge religion if you want. Do you roll one? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. Okay, so twenty-two knowledge religion. Um. Looking through this, you think that this may have been a highly regarded book for worshippers of Gozra, just yeah. because it is a collection of songs and poems that are revolving around nature, um, <clears throat> and being that this area is heavy into worship of Gozra, um, it probably was something that a worshipper of Gozra would have treasured. Beautiful. Um, health. We'll do. We'll use up the last bit of the wand. I bet. While they're doing that, I would want to study my. Spell yeah. Book. Okay. I okay. only have eight uses left. So who's hurting? Okay. While you guys do that, I'll be right back. Twelve of fifty-four. Yes. All right. We'll do five on you to start. Did I put both? Spell slots into fireball. Is anybody else hurting? Yeah, I did. <laughs> How many more charges do we have? I am using the last of it. No, I'm fine. Left. I don't need any. It's probably not good because we haven't gotten far. No. We burned. We burned through that wand. Um, well, it didn't help with that trap exploding on our faces. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I've got some potions. Doesn't look like we have any in our inventory. Okay. I do have two potions. I can take one. Oh, we do have an unknown amulet, though. I'll have to okay. remember to spell check that. I wonder if the lizard folk upstairs have a uh, shop or anything we can buy healing stuff from. I think we we cleaned yeah, up the Yeah, they didn't have any wands. wands. Well, the yeah, alchemy we did, but... Yeah, they didn't have any wands. So I have three uses left... Of the wand. That's not great. That's not great. We really should have bought a second wand. <laughs> third wand. A third wand. Okay. I think we're ready. Okay. No point in waiting on it, though. Okay, that'll do. I'll uh, go I'll ahead and use one. Of those potions. I'll use also, two. I don't I don't know about Kremit, but I'm getting kind of low on gunpowder. Okay, so you open the door into this next area. And you see the stale aroma of parchment fills this square chamber. Large wooden bookshelves line the perimeter, each stuffed full of beaten tomes and loose papers. A circular table sits in the center of the room, flanked by two chairs and covered with numerous open texts. A path opens to a larger chamber to the west, while a door allows passage further north. What are we looking at? This room here. Yeah, but he sees all the books and he just turns and he says, There is nothing in here. And he moves to the next door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Abner will inspect the books. Yeah, it comes in. I could only really read Cobb and Gripley. I doubt that any of those books are in that language. And he also walks away. 
typical routine, though. Uh, Aluna and Abner will spend some time together looking over everything, casting the detect magic and all that. Okay. Um, go ahead and... Alright, so you, looking through here, you see that there are many intact books, unlike the previous room. Um, one book, I need you to roll me a spellcraft check on. Okay, and this is stayed. Not great. Most we can get is a 17, and we don't. Uh, yeah, so you're not able to determine what that book is. Um... But it the is other, magical. It's not ma- it's not radiating magic, but in order to identify it, you need to know spellcraft. Like you need to be able to roll spellcraft. Is it like read magic kind of situation? Mm, no. Nope, okay. it just specifically calls out a spellcraft check. Okay. Um much of what you're seeing here is gibberish or is commonly available books. Um, but if you have appraiser, knowledge, arcana, you can roll to determine some other books that are in this room. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so with your appraise of 25... Always um, a list. Yeah, right. Uh, so you're able to determine there is one book called Rhetorical Exploits and Conjuration, which is worth 150 gold. There's Widget's Ethnology of the Inner Plains, worth 90 gold. There's Music and the Equatorial Stormfront, a a meteorological, oh my goodness, meteorological reference, worth 100 gold. Uh, I know know this book. I studied it intimately. This is where I learned everything I know about meteorology. Read read the cover and it says uh, written by Abner Calhoun. (laughs) 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 It'd be funnier if it was written by Miyabe. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I went to school with that kid. (laughs) And then finally, poems to contemplate while drowning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is worth 25 gold 35 gold i'm sorry 35 are there any, gold. Are there, do we have any written from the selected poems of poems to read while drowning fortunately no and i'm not good to improvise one on the spot I swear um, to God, there's got to be a fan one out there 375 gold pieces worth of books is what you're so saying. yep and then aluna you detect magic coming from a trident that is on this table oh Ooh. nice Ooh, that is nice. Ooh, okay, so a 29 spellcraft on that. Just 31. Okay, so Luna A is for 31. So you're able to determine that this is called a trident of stability. The base of this sturdy but tarnished plus one trident has a wide metal bar at the bottom, perfectly situated to serve as a solid footrest or other sort of step. The bar acts as an immovable rod, except instead of an activation button, the immobility power triggers whenever the wielder places one or both feet on the bar and ends whenever the wielder is no longer touching the bar with at least one foot. If the wielder remains in place and steps on the bar, he gains a plus 10 bonus to a CMD when trying to resist efforts to move him. The wielder is always considered braced against oncoming charge attacks. If the wielder is falling, he may step on the bar as an immediate action to halt his fall Though the sudden jolt means he takes falling damage for the current distance fallen. 
That's really cool. That's a pretty cool weapon. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. I don't think it's gonna be effectively wielded by anyone in this party. But that's a that's cool. That's that's like one of their. They have a few of those where they make them. Is this like a campaign specific item? I'm assuming modules. I don't think so. No, this is. Yeah, they have a couple. There was a I can't remember the name of the book, but one of the source books provided um, how to make magical weapons. It provided a guide and a sample, and then those rules were used in a bunch of different stuff to make some crazy weapons, like rods that have like six different buttons to change the shape of the weapon and crazy stuff. Like it's insane. Yeah, uh, this is found in Ultimate Equipment, so yeah, it's so. pretty standard. And that is all that you find in this room. Um, so, going into this next room. So, Miyabe, you open up this door, um, which is not locked. And as you look inside, you can see arcs of lightning leap between a curious collection of glass and metal devices inside this room. A collapsed tunnel once exited to the northwest and a door leads east. A small alcove sits in the western wall in which a fist-sized orb of yellow crystal floats three feet above the ground. However, drawing your attention immediately is a ghostly green-looking creature who, as soon as you open the door, roars out and says, How dare you disturb Chitali's wrath? And I will need everyone to roll initiatives as I reveal this area. <laughs> uh, that's better. Miyabe was do a, a good initiative roll. So this is who you see. No, 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 don't look at that, don't look at that! I'm up the wire! Don't look aboard! <sighs> I no, saw too much! It was like the Elder Scrolls! No! No! Don't go back and watch that! Don't go back and watch that! It's so funny. I was trying to cover my eyes, and then I was like, wait a minute, the stream can still see yeah. No! I did the same thing. I was like, wait, she can't put it down, so I gotta click! I got, <laughs> I got a, I got a timestamp for us right here when we want to no! go back and watch that in the recording. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a mistake. That's my map that's layered on top of your map that has all of the stuff on. When Sarah reveals too much. <laughs> Man. My heart's racing now. I tried to unburn the image from my mind, but it's stuck. Yeah, it's there. It's there. I saw it for a half a second, now it's there. Oh, I know no. exactly what this whole place looks like. <sighs> okay, alright, what am I doing? Who am I? Is this a Jin? It looks like a Jin. Okay. I need to roll some initiatives. Okay. Some? There's a guy. <laughs> I yeah, mean, it's not, it's not, it's an initiative. The, the whole map is the enemy. Okay, <laughs> so we've got three or 20 for Miyabe. It's like the Legend of Zelda, that one enemy where it's the face is the floor. I was going to go with my 14. 14 for a Luna. And Kermit has a 15. I love that the collapsed hallway is still in the fog of war, even though we totally know where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, what could yeah. be here? What? 
are you no, talking about? No, there's stuff here. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. There's like a middle path that runs right between the two of them. Okay, fine. You know what? Since you guys are being stinkers not, about it, there's the collapsed tunnel. Reveals the Can I map. dig through it? Okay. Oh man, that was so Miyabe, as you look into this room, you can also see that there are like sparks of electricity that like touch down every so often, um, especially between these areas here. Mm-hmm. This seem to be where the electricity is radiating from. Um, and it is your turn, Miyabe. Miyabe will uh, yell out behind him. He says, It would seem there is another bad spirit in here. And he would rush forward <laughs> behind the creature. Okay. And Instead of a charge, he goes behind <laughs> Try to attack it with his plus one ghost touch. Great. Um, because he did this with the ghouls, do you want to roll knowledge religion? 16. Uh, Alright, so you... I will say, with that, you don't get any special information, but you are able to identify this as a wraith. Ooh. The spirits that? tell me it is a wraith. I do not know much more than that. Okay. That's good flavor, I like that. He will so, do his swing. Okay. So a 22 will hit and do 8 points of damage. Right off the bat. Eight points of ghost touch damage. Alright, and that is Miyabe's turn. Next is Krimit's turn. Let me through. I don't see anything. Oh, crap. I was looking through my character sheet here, and, uh, nope. Nope, nope. No, I don't have another spiritual weapon. Do that. Can I do uh, monster lore check as well with either engineering or knowledge local? Unfortunately, no. Well, I'm just going to shoot him. Okay. Okay. So you... Misfire. That's what I do. Misfire. Oh, yuck. Poor Krimit. He's having a rough time. Hit level five. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Now it is his turn, and he screeches out as you go running past Miyabe, and he's going to turn, and he's going to, like, reach out for your throat, saying, Get out! Get out! And this will be a... 16 against touch? Yes. Okay. Even with ward? Oh, yeah. You think I'm a dex-based character? So, one point of negative energy damage, and I need you to roll me a very important fortitude save. Okay. Um, I don't think I have anything that adds to fortitude, so it's just... Okay. You take two points of constitution drain. Okay. Yikes. Thing is a constitution character, eh? Yeah. And then this thing will float backwards. And now it is Aluna's turn. 
Oh, that's another thing. Real quick. Me. Pick my knowledge. Oh, no. No, that doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, knowledge okay. religion. Yep. 23. Okay, I will give you two pieces of information. Or one piece of information. One piece? Mm-hmm. One piece. Uh, is it not obvious it's incorporeal? Um, it is obviously incorporeal. Okay, so it's a wraith. Incorporeal. I know it can do con damage. Um, so, incorporeal, it takes 50% damage from corporeal sources, uh, but they will still damage it, right? Question mark? Um, from corporeal sources, magic sources? Yeah, they have to be magic. What does summon nature's... I guess tell me this. If I do use summon nature's ally... Will its attacks count as magic for the purposes of bypassing or for being able to affect it? I think it's because uh, it's a spell from a corporeal source, so it does yeah. half damage. What spell is this? Summon nature's ally. If it's I summon nature's ally, it won't do anything. No. That's what I thought. Okay, That's, that'll be my information. Okay, gotcha. Even if I summon an elemental, right, Jace? It won't do anything. Correct. If you were summoning with summon monster that had like a celestial template that could smite evil then oh, maybe gotcha. not even 100% so sure there but... be useless in this fight too yes Wait, who would you say was going to be useless yeah what both of us because i also like i said i'm out of everything helpful including protection from evil well, good thing we're all here near the door we can make an easy escape um yeah I think that might be the strategy, but she will go ahead and cast. You within thirty feet? Yes, she'll cast bless. Okay, so you are all blessed. Death get out. Not really. And are you moving anywhere? Yeah, she'll five foot step out of the door, and she will. You know, explain the dangers of a wraith and how really bad it is, and that we might want to just leave it alone. Because that's what it said, right? Just leave me alone, basically. Yeah, yeah I basically said, get out. Yeah, getting out might be the right approach. We don't know if we need to get through those orbs, though. I know, but we could regroup. Okay. So that is Aluna's turn. Next up is Abner's turn. <clears throat> It just it just had to be a wraith, didn't it? Just had to be a wraith. There's had a surprisingly large amount of incorporeals in this AP, right? This module, I'll say. Hmm. Wonder so why they gave you a ghost touch weapon. Surprisingly large amount equates to three. Um, Which is more. You you don't normally run across them. Five foot step, swift action, use mage. Yeah, but they they also at least did those gargoyle things that had a dr sacrifice of. Hmm. Fireball spell. Oh. Ooh, plus three. Yeah. So you could do a plus three enhancement, or you could do a plus one with additional stuff. I'm gonna do a plus two enhancement and a ghost touch. He's so mad. I love it. I'm very mad because I... you only do that to your weapon. Yes. 
Kermit's uh, like, how do I get that ability? So, <laughs> Next level. Kermit very early class. So if yeah. I'm not wrong, that Fireball's a third level spell, so you can do a plus one enhancement, Ghost Touch, and another plus one enhancement? Or another ability that is equivalent to a plus one, right? Right, so you could add... Can That's you my add understanding. Four, can you add force damage somehow? That'd be nice. Why would... If he's got Ghost Touch, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Right, but can he add, like, additional damage on top? Or, like, would Flaming still go through? Flaming wouldn't do as much, I don't think. Or Shocking. Like, you know what I mean? Is there one that does... But if he just did a, an extra plus one, then that would. Yeah, just do an extra would. plus one damage. Yeah, it would be... Yeah. It, it could be a plus two and then goes Touch as well. So yeah. his to hit and his damage would go up by another That's what he has said earlier already. Um... Let me. I'm gonna see if there's any other cool magic properties. It gives a very specific list in his abilities. Yeah. Oh, does it? Can you do Bane? Bane no. would be nice. No. Doesn't look like it. Nope, I don't see that. Can you click the abilities in so I can just read them? Sure. Okay, so you're doing plus Thank two you. with Ghost Bane, or yeah. yes, plus two with Ghost Bane. I believe I have the plus two... Ghost touch, sorry, ghost touch. Or ghost touch, yeah. So I have uh, I have that program for the plus two on the arcane gun. Does the plus, does the plus two, it's only attack rolls, right? And damage. And damage. Okay, so I don't have that program, so give me one second. Okay. Arcane gun damage. Plus two. two Oops, I didn't spell that right. I've heard of it. Let's see if I program this right. Yep, there it goes. Okay, perfect. Okay, okay. So then I will shoot at him. Okay. Probably hits. So a 19 against touch will hit. Ouch. And do four points of damage. Does he get any cover from me? Um. He would have soft cover. Yes, and technically that wouldn't hit. I'm six foot two. <laughs> yeah, but. Trust me, been there, done that. But you're two foot tall. I'm six foot two. I have four feet on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna give it to you because it just doesn't make sense in my head to have it be because he's a small creature. I mean, if he was medium, it would be one thing. I've I've had that happen quite a few times with uh, Hikir and Vicket. Yeah, the only reason that I would lean towards that is because the dimensions they give for Gripley should be the dimensions of a tiny sized creature, and when the creature is two sized categories lower, then you start to ignore the cover bonuses. Yeah. I yeah. dislike that they have Gripley as two feet tall and somehow small creatures. But that's... And somehow small. You know, I find yeah. that quite racist. I'm fine with being two feet tall. I don't know who wrote the class, but they didn't do it right. Yeah, they didn't. And by <laughs> class, yeah. race. Even the race. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think okay. we joked about that with you, uh, with Vicka taking reduced person, was technically still taller than me, and you were a tiny sized creature. Yep. <laughs> okay, so that was Abner's turn. Now it is Miyabe's turn. Okay. Yeah, but it takes a nap. 
Miyabe dies from constitution <laughs> damage instantly. Oh my. Oh my. No, he's gonna... Goodness. So, do I recall... Well, Krimit has precise... Krimit can't hit anyways. Uh, so yeah, he'll just step up and attack it then. I was deciding whether I wanted to delay before doing something, but no. Okay. Um, so he is going to step up and he's going to try to whack this thing. Uh, okay. He knows, he knows his weapon can hurt it. Mm-hmm. Goes okay. for the head. Wow. Ooh, wow. Okay, so a it's 29 a is going to hit and do 16 points of bludgeoning damage. That is a lot of damage. And that all goes through. Yeah. Except yeah. For half of it. Wait, no, all ghost touch. No, all so it yeah, ghost touch. That's insane. Everything that is, you do goes through. That's been clutch. It's like I'm they so knew glad we brought you. <sighs> Got the convenient. Uh, I right. loosened it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next up is Kermit's turn. Right? <laughs> He's so dejected. <laughs> I can't. I just. Oh, Josh, the stream is frozen again. Ah, it just froze. That's perfect. It means it hasn't. It's, I had a brain fart, so it was like. Yeah. Trying to wait for me to catch up. And we're. Yabe, you better come! Through the door. It was frozen on a really good face of mine, so I'm pleased about that. Uh, it's still frozen. It's it's uh, it's working on it. It's unfreezing. Slowly. Cool beans. So Kermit is yelling at Miyabe, and when you dr- when when you drop like your stuff, you drop it in the square you're in. You can't just like throw it right. You can drop it in one square in like a nine, a three by three grid. So you can drop it one square away from you. Like an adjacent there. square or your own square. Yes, that's what I mean. Can I do it around a corner? No. No, because <laughs> no, that's not adjacent. And then he's occupied, right? So whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, his gun at me. <laughs> Take no. that. Abby. I am just gonna do what I did last time. Just, I'm gonna total defense. Okay. I, I just quickly just sheath my sheath my gun. Holster my gun. I, sh- I sheath my gun. <laughs> I sheath it. I put my hand out kung fu style, and this is the best <sighs> I could do. And I just nice. stare at it. What is that? A gun cozy? Did you knit that? That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It holds okay. my deadly aim. And now it is Chitauli's turn. So he will... Goodness, getting ahead of myself there. Strike there. He will touch out at you again and he shrieks in anger. Definitely hits. Um, That is a nine against touch AC. How is that even possible? Because I rolled low. Uh, I have a 12 touch AC. Okay, so that's gonna miss. I didn't think it was possible. It's possible, it's just unlikely. I don't know the Wraith stat block, so I don't know what their to hit is. Their their attack isn't that great. I'm assuming so. that's kind of the trope with characters or creatures that have like really nasty touch side effects. Yeah, I know shadows, their to hit is abysmal, but it's against touch, so it's like 
Yeah. I mean, this one also isn't great. It's a little bit better than Shadows, but it's not hmm. a guarantee necessarily. It's a tendency of that sort of monster. Yep. Yep. And it's going to zoom over here. And now it is Abner's turn. Abner also dies of con Abner damage. also dies. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped a Luna. It's a Luna's turn. Thank you. <laughs> Go in the side. That's okay. She will. Oh. Okay. Um, no, she knows that doesn't work. She's tried it before. Um, I tried shooting it again. <laughs> Uh, fair point. She'll Don't go do ahead. That. You know we'll yell at you. <laughs> play your character the way we want you to play your character. The worst part is like I shot a misfire, so I didn't even shoot it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even do anything. <laughs> That's accurate. Um, she'll go I'm ahead and it. provide um ancestral counsel. I'm gonna go um, drink here while I just stand. <laughs> Miyabe. Okay, so Luna moves into the room amidst the electricity that's arcing and bouncing around, and she will provide counsel to her buddy Miyabe. Yep. And so the you can hear like an ethereal whisper and further spirits guiding you about where to attack and how to strike and defeat the wraith. Okay. Okay. Now it is Abner's turn. Move action reload. And fire at it again. Okay. So 24 to hit. Oh my gosh. Doing 11 points of bludgeoning piercing. Maximum damage! Yeah, boy. It's my presence that's giving him its bolstering his attacks. All goes through. Okay, and now it is Miyabe's turn. Miyabe's going to step up again. And he will say, Be gone, evil spirit. As he will use the uh, plus two on this attack, so that's programmed in. So he's plus 13 to hit. 26, 26 will damage. do it. You've hit so much 16 damage. So this, I do, yeah. I, I thought for sure this encounter was going to be brutal. No, it would like, wreck us. Brutal. And you just destroyed it. Like, it... <laughs> it, it so the biggest thing... And makes I, you feel better, Sarah. I gotta give props to Abner. Ghost Touch. Yeah. Having, having two yeah. of our people able to consistently deal damage is all we need, and honestly, that's the way our party's been built. Miop, like normally, Aluna never contributes to the DPS at all. Like damage per round, I mean. Like I don't, I don't put out any damage. All I do is debuff and buff as relevant. And so the past two corporeal t- things, incorporeal things we had to fight, I had the uh, spiritual weapon, which was force damage. So. We had a lot of opportunities to fill in gaps that not every party would be prepared for, which is pretty nice. It also helped that Jason built for Khan on Miyabe. 
Yes. Yeah. I'm so, down to 14 con now. So that's the thing, is a little peek behind the curtain with this, because why not? Um, <clears throat> this is not an easy creature to fight. No. So it has an AC of 18 and a touch of 18. Um, has 47 hit points. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's incorporeal, so typically, you know, stuff isn't going to go through. Wow. But it has a touch attack that's a plus six, so I rolled a three, Jason. Um, So it's not guaranteed to touch you. But when it does touch you, it only does 1d6 negative energy, but it does 1d6 con drain. Like, can you imagine rolling a six on con drain? And, like, if you get hit multiple times, like, you can't just rest and get that back. And even further is if it succeeds on its touch attack, it gets five temporary hit points off of that. So I even gave it five temporary hit points and you still like, I mean, you're hitting for massive damage there. Yep. I mean, I do still have damage. You're just consistent damage is your thing, right? Yeah. Not anymore. The 2d6 was, but the 1d10 is now very, Uh, very, very swingy. Burst. Mm -hmm. Yeah, swing. But you the tend to deal di- characters with consistent damage normally, I know this. You have a tendency for that. Preferably. Well, and he's not rolling twos and threes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have a car- tendency for... I like bursty damage. I, I, really, I guess that yeah, was That's why Rahul like was so of- useful. Yeah, he died. We don't talk about Rahul. Rahul was <laughs> played poorly. He could have had mirror image on it. Like There were a lot of things that I, as a player, had if I had thought ahead of time, could have done that would have kept him alive. Just... Standard never played high level before, actually. I think that was my first time. And that wasn't even high level, that was mid-level. But our Runelords campaign wasn't hadn't caught up that high yet, and I didn't have any experience with that sort of gameplay. It was a different game. So Kermit will uh, fix his gun now that he can. And so far, I'm not sure why he does, but he's going to fix his gun. Put the range mod on. And he'll look at Abner. That's some good shooting there. Glad we have you and you could do your gobbledygook to your weapon. He patch on the knee. As long as I'm here, I'm going to protect those knees. You do. You're doing fantastic. And he walks in. Oh, we figured this out already. The, be, be careful of the bolts of electricity. So you see electricity arcing between these poles, oh, so and on occasion it like spits out in the room, which is another cool thing where. It, I, if you guys had rolled a natural one in this room, you would have gotten hit by some lightning. Oh. If a natural one on what? Perception or initiative? Attack or acrobatics. Goodness. Oh, it had a built-in fumble in the room. Yeah. Yep. Sarah's awesome. getting choked up. People on the podcast can't see it. Sarah's getting choked up because <laughs> she wanted that encounter to go much, much more difficult for us than it did, and she's choked up about it. Yeah, well, she's just I, mad when I, we succeed. I thought for sure, like, looking at this, I was like, this this encounter is hard. Like, this is going to be really bad. And somebody could permadie. And... It did help. 15, 15 minutes in here that we took to look around and prepare those two spell slots. And... I'm just too easy. I'm too easy. Too easy. I, too I, easy. I understand that. You shouldn't, have, you you people, shouldn't have gave me the option. <laughs> all of you, everyone who's watching that wants... PC deaths. Tune in to when we get back to Iron Fang because I guarantee you, <laughs> I guarantee you, it could even be the first session back. Yeah, it would that be. would be I, hilarious. I, honestly, I'm really worried. I, 
I don't want first session back for me to die, but I'm mentally not prepared for it. <laughs> yeah, really I'm amazing. not prepared for either, because I don't want Kieran to be a natural one on his first attack, and then a permadie in his, like, second combat, but, so. Yeah, you should have fudged. You should have been like, oh, that is six con drain, six and then you should have said the other one hit. Oh, another six con Yeah, I should be like, did I say a nine? I meant 19. I, 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 know we're, I know it's a, we're kind of beating a dead horse here, but I, I'm actually really happy. I know it's sometimes disappointing, but I like moments like that when, like, the players just happen to be built for an encounter really well and without anyone like prepping or planning for that circumstance to, to be the outcome. It was convenient that Miyabe had high con. It was nice that we had two characters with ghost touch. I, I like that kind of stuff. It really adds some flavor to otherwise nothing, you know? Just mm -hmm. stock characters. Yep. So Abner, as you walk over to that opening, that little alcove, you can see a very similar looking orb that's like hovering in the air. And again, it's like pulsing out into the walls and the ceiling. Okay. Please don't destroy it while we're close. Uh, we should probably shoot this one this time while standing further back. Well, yeah. I might as well try to contribute somehow in this room. Abner, would you like to stand back further? Yeah. Real quick, I want to take a look at um, the room and the bolts of electricity. Is there anything else of notice or import? Um, not in this area, no. Um, and he's not going to have any loot on him because it's incorporeal. Right, yeah, but he was just destroyed into dust. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, you don't see anything else of note in this room. I'll let Krimit destroy it. Stand by. So, Kremit, you're going to shoot it? Yep. Misfire. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't misfire unless I get a fumble, which is... Uh, <laughs> it misfire, he says. You heard it here first, folks. Here comes the noun one. <laughs> I'm, uh, I was nervous clicking that. <laughs> I mean, you did only roll a five on the die. <laughs> <laughs> so, this time you shoot it and it hits. And it does just enough damage to explode. And this thing, you see it burst out again. Um, in a 10-foot radius out. But thankfully, none of you are standing around watching it this time. As soon as he shoots, um, Miyabe dives forward. Into the <laughs> <laughs> yep, and uh, it falls, the pieces fall to the ground inert. I believe if I recall we need to correct. talk about Miyabe. <laughs> he clearly yeah. has something going on. And if I recall correctly, um, I have we've discovered that the faith healing... Uh, it's broken because it's not written in a way that provides a DC, right? So I can't I mean, suspend. These ones had a DC, didn't they? Oh yeah, they would have. I rolled a fortitude save. save against it this time. Yeah. So I could spend an hour to suspend that affliction. I'll pull up that text for you. If we wanted to. She'll bring it up. Sure. Okay. Um, so, restore vitality. Although you this is ability. drain, not damage. So. Oh, ability damage mm -hmm. is different. Do we still wait so. an hour? Oh, <laughs> you, you wait through the full I, hour just to find out. It'll work. And it wouldn't be an affliction either. Nope. Nope. I don't know if that druid guy upstairs is a high enough caster to do a normal restoration or not. 
You need normal. Lester won't even help you. No, a normal restoration will get rid of all of my ability drain, but uh, nothing else would. So. Right, because it's drain, not a damage. Yeah. Wait, no. Oh yeah, restoration. <laughs> Lester restoration. Yeah. Re um. Restoration. You don't have it. Lester. It's a fourth level spell. Fourth level spell. Yeah. It does not restore permanent ability drain. And this is permanent? Uh, presumably. Or is yep. it temporary, Sarah? It's drain, it's permanent. Okay. Well, once again, back to worthlessness. I'm feeling <laughs> Aluna's frustration of, like, wanting to regain things that she used to be able to do. And it's just, nope, can't do it. Not possible. So, so sorry. Yep. If DC not found, or it's like, no, that you actually need to be this level. You need to be literally you know, one, two, three levels higher. Oh, no, can't do it. Alright, should have been the cleric. So what are you guys thinking? Carrying on? Sure. Mm. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you're still tracking this, but he was 1600 XP. He was a CR5. Are you going to let us get to level 6 by the end of this? <laughs> no, probably not. I don't know. It depends. Maybe. So, I think so. It'd be fun. When we get back to this room, is there any noticeable effects? Changes um, to the maelstrom, yeah. Um, It seems like these destroying these things is having an effect on it, but it's still, you can't see through it. It's just, okay. it seems like the energy swirling around it may be slightly less than what you had before. Okay. Okay. So you get back on... You wait a few minutes, get back on the rotating platform. You get off at this hallway, and you walk down the hall. And as you walk down the hall, you round the corner. We leave Aluna back at the end. No, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> um, by the way, Jace, you could just... Oh, no, you... Okay, so your HP is fine. Okay, I don't need to use it. I was going to use an instance of the wand, but you're fine. No, I, um, I took at... barely any damage. It's just the drain lowers my hit points. As you are walking down this hallway, this is a very different feeling than what you felt in the other room up above. You feel rippling waves of heat that distort the air in this long room where ten humble bunks line the walls. A passageway leads east from the north end of the room and south. Currents of hot air constantly blow from the southern corridor and out to the larger complex. So this... Is what you see. Oh, oh. so familiar. <laughs> yeah, I think it probably maybe doubles back this way a little bit more. Too, I've, I've been here before. We all are struck with a weird Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I made a mistake, okay? It was funny. How dare you? How dare you not be infallible? <laughs> Honestly, I didn't remember that it cuts back down here, and I don't even remember what's going on up here. So wait, you said it's unbearable heat. Is it like it rivals the cold in this room? We might take. Yeah, so like the cold that you felt up above, you're feeling a very intense heat down below here. Sure. You know the standard Abner and Aluna will check it out, check magic, look over the room, get our everything's you know study things pretty closely, approach with uh, caution. Yep, so you don't see, you don't detect any magic in this room. 
Um, there's nothing of note here other than um, just very hot conditions. And you feel like if you stay in this room for a while, you're going to start taking some damage. You know, How many rings do you have on? Gave, we have two we rings. We have two of those rings. They, yeah, but they take a... You have to rest, right? Yeah. In order to attune them. I'm pretty sure it's the that. next day that you have to attune them. Yeah. So we can, we would have to go back home. Which, to be fair, I think we're fine to press on a little bit longer. I am running a bit low on spells, but I'm not at zero yet. And I think that we have some, some go with it still. <laughs> um, I got one spell left. <laughs> As a wizard. That's but resting would be the end of the world. <laughs> Um, although I think we're fine to just keep going. If you're fine, Abner, I think you're the one. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're good. I can still shoot my gun. Like I said, getting yeah. a little low on gunpowder. but That's the one thing that I like about the shaman. Um, even if I run out of spells, it's like I still have things to do, which is nice. Some How other low are you on gunpowder? I always I feel that way. Seven doses left. I'll give you seven more. Oh, dear God. Wait, I can fill up, fill up my other powder horn. Okay. So, Miyabe, as you lead on, you get to a door. And he goes through it, apparently. <laughs> he immediately <laughs> runs through it. He listens <laughs> at the door. He what? Listens he at the door? listens at the door. Okay. Roll a perception check. Um, with a ten, you don't hear anything on the other side. He will then open it normally. If, okay. he, if he had heard something, he would have kicked it in. Okay. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. No um, Okay. So, sturdy iron doors cover small niches in the eastern wall of this wide chamber in a variety of tools, metal poles, and crucibles line shelves carved into the western wall. An iron door in the east wall currently stands open. Three emaciated corpses, mummified in the room's oppressive heat, lie on the ground. A hefty iron door seals the passage to the east. So you see this, which leads up here to that. Um, as you enter, roll me another, everyone roll me a perception check as you enter. 21. Okay, so I'm going to raise a 21. Is that a not nat 20 for Abner Calhoun? I know. Oh my gosh. Unacceptable. 15 points in perception, guys. I'm talking so much wisdom, all my ranks. Okay. Miyabe, as you walk into this room, you're the only one that notices the furnace doors start to rattle. And I think... This is the furnace. I don't think I revealed it. Yes, I see no furnace. Well, I mean, technically. Oh, I see that now. The furnace doors begin to rattle. And I need everyone to roll initiative, please. I hope they're not fire ghosts. I really don't. Five. Okay, so Miyabe has a six. Fire elementals. There we go. Um. Wait, where's the rattling coming from? The furnace doors. Oh, shit. Seven for Abner. Okay. 24 for Krimit. And a Luna has a five and a. 24. 24. Wow, a natural one and a natural 20. Yep. 
Okay, so who has the higher decks? Kermit does, so Kermit will go before you. Um, and Miyabe, you're the only one to notice this in a surprise round um, when all of a sudden the furnace doors burst open and released into this room is a bunch of superheated gas. Um, all of you, roll me a fortitude save. Does my hot weather outfit give any bonuses? Uh, it... Yes. I think hot weather... It just says plus two to resist warm or hot weather. Is natural gas a weather effect? I don't know if that's a weather yeah. effect. I would say. Well, I am the meteorological yeah. expert here. Don't make me break with... out the book. Yeah, I also spend the extra gold for a hot weather outfit. So... Whatever you feel. Sarah, you tell me. Apparently, there's no greenhouse effect in Glenaria. You know what? Doesn't really matter. Okay, you know so Miyabi is a I'm 10. I'm going to roll. It is going to matter. Nope, no, it's not. Kermit has a 7. Abner has a 19. Aluna has an 8. So everyone will take... Well, everyone will take 9 points of non-lethal fire... Non-lethal damage um, from these superheated gases. Abner, you will take 4 points. Non-lethal, you say? Yep. Oh, whoops. Yep. And um, it will go to Miyabe's turn. And essentially, this is a surprise round. So he doesn't see any creatures. Nope, you don't see any creatures. You just see these superheated gases that came out. Where's the door? Um, I think the doors are located here. It doesn't actually say... On the map. Can he walk up to them and smash them closed with his great club? Uh, you can certainly try. Okay. What would that be? Um, roll an attack. Okay, so a 23. Um, you, with 12 bludgeoning damage, you do smash one of the doors but it does not seem to have an effect on the gases that are coming out. So the door doesn't even close? It doesn't close? Oh, I thought you were trying to, like, smash it off. No, I'm, no I was no, trying no, no. to Glasses basically hit the door hit the so door. that oh, it would swing okay, closed. Okay. Yep, so you do close the door. As opposed but... to touching the potentially very hot metal. You yeah, I didn't want to touch it barehanded, so I wanted to swing at it to close it with my club. Um, Go ahead and real quick... Roll me a d20. Okay, so 17. All right, so Miyabe, <clears throat> you're looking at this and how it's reacting, and you've been through this a couple of times. So essentially, I had you roll a knowledge check on this to determine that what you're experiencing right now is not actually like a, a physical combat. It is a haunt. And you've been through a couple of them before. So if it was knowledge religion, it would have been a 20, yeah. Yeah, yep. So he will yell out to the others. He says, I think this is a haunt. I do not know if there is anything that we can do about it. We might just want to move on quickly. And I guess that'll be the end of his... I guess he would have had to five foot step up. That'll be the end of his surprise round, I guess. 
Okay. All right. Going into round one. Um, Aluna, it is your turn. I need you to roll a fortitude save. Aluna, not Krimit? Oh, I'm sorry. Yep, Krimit. Krimit will go first. You roll a fortitude save, please. Okay. So you are okay. You can act as normal. Even though he closed the door, it's still hot. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Kermit? I guess I'm just gonna move. Because double move would put me to the door, but I don't want to block it for people, so I'm just gonna do one move action. Okay. Um, yeah, there's nothing more that I can do. Okay. Alright, next up is Aluna. Roll me a fortitude save. Mm-hmm. Coming right up. Ooh. Okay, so... Alright. Technically, could I ready, because I moved one, could I ready a second move action that somebody opened the door that I can run through it? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I do that. Okay, sounds good. So, Luna, you may act as normal. I would like, um, she is probably aware that it's a haunt, too, you know, and she would like to put the soul at rest, if at all possible. We were looking over, there were books in this other room, you were saying? Um, no, it is the... Oh, wait, what did I say? Um, no. That room had rippling waves of heat destroyed the air where ten humble bunks lined on the walls. Passive bunks. 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 Yeah, sorry. Bunks, not books. Bunks. Um, and then, as I mentioned in this room, there were sturdy iron doors that cover small niches in the eastern wall. A variety of tools, metal poles, crucibles line the shelves carved into the western wall. An iron door in the east wall currently stands open. So that actually would be this door is actually currently open. Oh, so he could just run out through it? Yeah. So I'm sorry, Kermit, if you wanted to use your second move action to run through it, you'd be able to see that this goes into a bigger room with the door currently open. And then three emaciated corpses mummified in the room's oppressive heat lie on the ground. A hefty iron door seals a passage to the east. So I could run here? Yes. And, Kermit, as you run in there, you would see charred stone walkways cross over a shallow pool of boiling water in the room center. A sturdy treasure chest is bolted to the floor in the northeast corner. A red fist-sized orb floats three feet above the room's center. Um, the other thing that you see is a large creature... That I will. There's an orb! Yeah, a creature. Shoot it! Kill it! Oh, wait a minute. Run away! <laughs> I think you're shooting the orb. Shoot the orb, <laughs> then run away. Okay. <laughs> Let him play his character, Jason. Oh, gosh. Uh, let me reveal this area. Which shouldn't be a surprise. Well, you didn't see the creature, at least. Yeah, we didn't see the creature. We just saw the two blob eels. Okay. Don't touch the glowy water. Elder Magna El Elemental? I sure hope not. So so it a red dragon? It looks, like a, looks like it's made it of ice. Golem. It's a freaking it's ice golem? golem. <laughs> In the middle of a fire? 
feel like you should have taken penalties. Yep. (laughs) So that is what you see. Yeah, so I guess Kermit, when he runs in, he'd be like, I see an orb floating and a ice man? Is that right? Does it look like ice? Or is it diamond? Or is that picture look like ice oh, and the creature does not? I don't know. Uh, Krimit, as you enter this room, you feel blistering air. Just breathing in this air uh, causes you great pain in your lungs. It is oppressively hot in this room. Don't stay in here. Okay. So that is Krimit's turn. Now it is Aluna's turn. So, well, the basics of what I was getting at is I was wondering if there was anything while we were looking over this room that she might have seen or or whatever that could help indicate how to help the haunt. But it might also just be a knowledge religion, a perception, or um, roll a knowledge religion. Okay, she might also just not have access to the information, you know. A 16. Okay, so with a 16, I will say that because you have dealt with some other haunts that have involved people, um, typically haunts manifest because people die very horrifically and their their spirits, you know, kind of seep into an area and cause an effect. So looking at the mummified bodies, it, it almost feels like they were trapped in here or locked in here or mm-hmm. you're not entirely sure, but you think that you need to do something to put them to rest. If she and, could unchar the corpses somehow. Or and just they're like, take them out of the room. That's what I mean. Are they are they in the room? Yeah, they're in the room. Yeah, she'll start um, moving to pull one out. Okay, as you get closer, roll a heal check. Absolutely. It's still alive. 39. So a 31, um, you can tell that these people died painfully, choking on toxic fumes from this room, and their agonizing death is what formed this haunt. Um, You feel like, and maybe this is giving too much, but you feel like because of the way they died, that if you can do something to help put them to rest that involves water, it would help to put this haunt to rest as well. Like if she performed a ritual and cast... Oh, shoot. I purify, not create water. This is the one day I did not prepare create water. I swear. The one day I didn't. I have lights, detect, guidance, and purify food and drink. But she'd have a water canteen. Um, but, yeah. So she'll basically go over one of the bodies... And uh, so move action, as part of the move action, pull out a canteen if possible. And then, I don't know, what kind of ritual do you perform to put somebody at rest? She doesn't she doesn't know a whole lot about this um, kind of thing. So she'll kind of like anoint their head, sort of, with the water as she then tries to pull them out. And she'll explain that the haunts died a bad death. And she doesn't know exactly how to help them, but we should lay them to rest as best we can. Okay. So you're dragging them outside this way? Mm-hmm. Okay. <coughs> of course, Krimit did shout out that he saw an ice golem. Uh, I kind of said it with a questioning voice. Right. Okay. So I don't know where my pawn ends up. I pick up one of those fictional things and I drag the fictional corpse back. You know okay. I mean? So your whole turn is just moving? Yeah. Okay. 
Alrighty. So next up, it is the haunt's turn. So Abner and Miyabe are going to take uh, three points of non-lethal damage from being in this oppressively hot room. And then it goes to Abner's turn. And Abner, I need you to roll a fortitude save. Actually, roll a fortitude save first for that non-lethal damage and then another time. So roll two of them. Okay. So you take the full three points and you are staggered. Meaning you can do only a move or a standard. Pull out my gun. Never mind. <laughs> staggered. Okay. Um, I'll be so defeated. <laughs> I'll move here. Okay, so you move up. Yep. And now it is Miyabe's turn. Miyabe, roll me a fortitude save. Okay, so you actually only would take one point of non-lethal damage, but you are also staggered. Okay. And I guess I should have... Can I still attempt to drag one of the bodies out with me? Sure. Because I only have one move action, but my move action is still 50 feet, so... Yeah. Yeah, yep, I would say that you could do that. Half my movement is still more than most people's normal movement, so... Okay. I'll try to drag another another body out with him and set it next to the other one in this hallway, I assume. Okay. Sounds good. Now it is this guy's turn. So, seeing Krimit there, he is going to move up here. And Kermit, he is going to open up his mouth and breathe out a cone of icy cold wind. And I need you to roll a reflex save. Mm, I like. I love this mental image as he breathes out and like the steam that must form in this room from the violent changes of temperature. That probably looks pretty cool. Like he's Creates breathing an explosion. out a tempest. Yeah, and then uh, Kermit dies. Probably. He dies. He just probably Kermit yeah. dies. From taking right. explosion damage. Okay, so you take four points of cold damage from this. Weak. Probably feels kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, does that help? No, it's like one extreme to the next. It is. It just doesn't feel great. It's agonizing. I would have needed both of those, those rings. <laughs> one any chance. Two going at the same time. Okay. And now, top of round two, we have Kermit. I was right. It was ice. And, uh, you shoot at the orb. Oh, you're going right for the orby. Right for the orb. Okay. Unfortunately, the thing is no longer within 10 feet, which would have been awesome. <laughs> I, I had that same thought. What? What are you talking about? If it, it had been within 10, 10 feet, feet and you destroyed the orb, it would have blown up and killed the thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Maybe this blast is bigger, though. Maybe this blast is 20 feet. Gee, boy, I can only help. I hope. I hope it's 50 feet. Uh, what? <laughs> so at 18 to hit, we'll hit, and you watch as this orb just explodes in a fiery shallow, shallow shower. With a 15-foot radius. No! 
And then, uh... Kermit runs back through and... I did it! The ice thing will probably be mad! Okay. You said it shattered, right? I want to make sure for Yep, it shattered, yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it blew up. I can see it now, a little frogman running into this furnished room. The tempest storm of an ice cone effect bursts into him, but he aims his gun. You can see the glare of the explosion glint in his bug eyes. <laughs> Next up, we have a Luna. I just see him running into the room, and he's kind of got, like, steam coming off of his legs, and he's got sweat, but then he's got, like, ice patches on his chest. It's like, what happened? Yep. Um. Yeah, she'll she'll keep um getting the body further out of the room, and then she'll anoint the other one that uh, Miyabe brought. I don't know if that's gonna do it though. I think like I don't know. What do you do? Douse him in water? What ritual with water? Haunts are weird because it's hard to know. Like they give their body off. Kermit, I'm also gonna say roll a, a fortitude save real quick as you went back into that room. You ended your turn in that room. Okay, you're going to take two points of non-lethal damage. What's the total non-lethal you have to have to make it a problem? If it equals your current hit points, you go unconscious. So I have mine, I'm tracking, I'm counting up my non-lethal with a green, and I'm counting down my health, the red, and if they equal, that's also bad. Okay. And so, Aluna, you ran back in to grab. No, she just she just took the one Miyabe had. Oh, I see. Okay. And just yeah, pulled the two of them out, set them up here, and anointed the other one. Okay, it doesn't seem to have much of effect. Yeah, I didn't it's think so. Require a lot more water. Well, that's what I, that's what I thought is like throw them in the water. Is is my only other thing that I could think of right now. Well, hog tie the ice guy and then melt him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is that your turn, or was there anything else you wanted to do with your turn? No, 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 that's all. Okay, next up is Abner. I want to run away! Do I need to roll a fortitude save, or...? Uh, yes, please. Yep. Yep. And actually... Kermit, I take that back. I forgot. I was doing that non-lethal on the haunts turn, so take back that non-lethal damage for now. That's my bad. I can't keep all this track. It's two. Um, Abner, you are still staggered. So I'll use my one move to go there. Okay. Alright, so Abner is getting out of dodge. And now it is Miyabe's turn. So what Miyabe wants to do is he wants to go in and get that third and final corpse and drag that out. Because okay. presumably if we can get the corpses out of that room, then tomorrow we can come back and properly yeah. anoint them. Yep, that's So that's he just kind of wants to go zoop, zoop, and then back out. <laughs> the ice guy drags him back and we leave. <laughs> he drags him back to the depths of hell. <laughs> you will burn with me. <laughs> okay, so Miyabe's going to go in, grab the body, and get back out. Yep. Trying to okay. be quick about it. Okay. And I'm an idiot because I totally skipped over the haunts round and initiative. So Abner and 
Kermit, roll fortitude saves. I'll get this Kermit right. Kermit already please. did, so he just okay. takes two so, damage. Okay, so you take two damage, and then uh, Abner, roll another fortitude save for this effect. Okay, you're going to take four points of non-lethal damage. Okay, Miyabe gets the third body out, and... It burns. Now... It Miyabe, is drag me out. Kermit's turn. Um, you see that this thing actually has moved to the doorway. And is standing in the doorway. Like, do I see that it? Yeah, that's where its turn ended, or is it like not going past the door? It doesn't appear to be moving past the door. Oh, maybe it's bound. It's too hot. Tethered like maybe a dark it doesn't want to come in here. Roll me a fortitude save while you're in this room. Okay, you're okay. You're rolling rocks on those fortitude saves. Again, a reflex, that's my highest. <laughs> I'm out of here! Kermit waves his gun. Okay, Kermit gets out of here. Now it is Aluna's turn. Delay. Okay, Aluna is delaying. Next is Abner. <laughs> I want to get out. Do I still need to do another fortitude since I started in there? Um, yes. Uh, let me check. Ah, yes. Natural 20, so you are not staggered. This ah. Okay, I run in there. Okay, so out. you run into the room. And for the time being, you guys are alone in this room with three mummies. Yep. Uh, Meowby will close the me. door. Yeah. It's raining upstairs still, right? Yeah. Yep. That's we a lot of water. water over here, though. I mean, isn't there water right there? Where? Well, this... yeah, but dump, dumping the bodies into a maelstrom whirling pool doesn't quite seem like. No, I mean you can gather water. I wasn't insinuating dumping bodies. Well, well, it was... seems respectful. It was it. ten Just feet eat down, them into right? the maelstrom. <laughs> <laughs> it was ten feet down, right? From the um, light. It was like a raised platform. Not to say we can't, we can't just like, scoop up water and use that. So it was twenty feet. Yeah, we can't just scoop up water. It's twenty feet down. If you have people hold each other by the ankles and well, lower down. Basically, Alina will explain that. My thought is we go upstairs. Can't go upstairs. Go, uh, yeah, back up and somewhere where there's water and it's raining, maybe we could find a bit where the rainwater has collected into a pool and kind of perform some burial ritual there in, like, a cool spot upstairs by a tree or something, you know? Yeah. That's my thought. Just because, like, they've been, their bodies have been suffering impenetrable heat. A cool marsh or a swampy land might be a preferred resting spot for them. Yeah. So, that's my thought. Okay. Um, essentially, you're going to have to lay them to rest in fresh water. So, that's up to interpretation. 
So rain is fresh water. Rain's pretty fresh. So I'm gonna say it's fresh. Rain. How much do you want to bet that druid up there has create water prepared? Hmm, that's probably true. Okay, so are you gonna drag these bodies with you back onto the platform? I think so. Yeah. I think that's uh, yeah. I think so. I kind of want Miyabe to take 20 listening at the next doorway, not opening it up, but taking 20 listening at it before we go up, but we probably would have already done that, and it's not going to make a difference because it's not like we're going to go in there right now, I don't think, unless you guys want to. This top doorway here, you mean? Yeah, the last place that we haven't gone yeah. to. And when we when we went by this rock spot, it, it, we there's nothing significant about that. It just looks like the path that used to lead there was caved in. And yeah, it. yeah, but it looks like it just was caved in. I'm gonna drink a potion. Okay. One d eight plus one or no one. plus? Correct, plus one. <clears throat> Three points of healing. Yeah, resting up. I don't think would be bad either. Yeah. I don't know if we want to do the last room and then rest, or rest and then do the last room and whatever's in the middle at the same day. I almost have a feeling that would be. I almost have a feeling that'll push us into doing whatever's in the middle. True. Maybe. Getting into that last last orb, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, we don't have to destroy the orb, though. We could destroy anything else that we find. Yeah. Like, we could scout out the area, leave the orb rest and then tomorrow we can destroy the orb and immediately do the middle bit yeah I like that if we if he does listen what do we hear okay uh Miyabe roll a perception check Aluna will come up you know close behind him and then you know listen as well okay so Aluna roll a perception check you'll never beat me I don't know maybe I will never maybe I won't. it's impossible maybe who knows does Aluna have like a 15? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Miyabe and Aluna, as you listen at this door, um, neither of you hear anything from the other side, but Aluna, you notice something is not right about this door. You think that there may be some sort of trap on it. Um, Word. Like you also, you also know. I I know. I read this before, but the door is etched with geometric swirls and curves representing wind, um, and the left door has a small keyhole. Did we find anything? We, we found the key. We found a key at some place. What was that key to? We we have a key. Yeah. What does that key look like? Who has it? It was in the party inventory or something. It was not in the party inventory. I didn't record it. We're not crazy, though. We never got it. Doesn't exist. There was a key. We definitely got a key. Right. We have. So I know we had the two halves, right, that got us into this space, right? But I think we had another key from earlier. Am I crazy? Was it at the camp? Is that where we found the other key? The camp where we found the water spirit guy? Was that where we found it? Mm. Guess we don't have it. Bummer. I'm pretty sure we do have it. So we should have taken notes. Yeah. Sarah's benevolence has ended. If we take out the key that we know we have (laughs) and compare it to the lock on the door... (laughs) 
We're standing out like front of the door going, who's got that key we found? We take <laughs> out the key. It's like, I don't remember where we got this, but I'll look at the lock to see if it seems to fit. You were given a key by Zaku, the tribe leader of the Kashil halflings. She said she was, it was passed down her line. She doesn't know anything about it. It was just sentimental. But that's the key that you have. And, it fits and if perfectly. you look at the key and look at the lock, it looks like the key could fit in the lock, but you don't know if it's the lock is meant for this key. No, with my 30 perception, I noticed that it might be trapped or that it is trapped. Or... It is trapped. Kermit's going to stand over here. Yeah, which person, which, which person do we want to open the door while the other three stand on this other platform? Well, well I'll detect Abner magic has some sort of elemental resistances, so I think he is best suited. Uh, we've already been to the rooms where Abner's elemental resistances would be applicable. What <laughs> resistances do you have? Cold and electricity. Well, obviously wind is oh, electricity. Wind. No, no. <laughs> It's like Sarah. wind pushes Wind cloud. would normally be electricity. I don't think we've gotten to the acid yet. Yeah. Hey, Sarah. What? So the door, does it appear mechanically trapped? Or if she casts detect magic on it, does it seem like there's a magical barrier, like an alarm spell or something? <coughs> it has... I didn't mute that time. Sorry. Um, it has a spell effect. Oh. If you cast detect magic, there is some sort of magical effect on this. She confers its properties that she learns and asks Abner to help her identify it. Arcana for that? Or spellcraft. Um, I think... I always forget. I think knowledge arcana... For an ongoing effect. Right, Something okay, that so... Something that is already in place would be knowledge arcana. Yeah, knowledge arcana. So, so we are going with that one. Okay. Yep. I don't aid, but oh, you get a natural only, 20. Natural 20 for a 28. Um, you are able to determine that the spell effect on this is um, like the spell Hydraulic Torrent. Ah, so it just pushes you back or something. Yep, so basically what would happen is... Into the maelstrom. <laughs> off the trap, it will blow you back into the maelstrom. Possibly. Right. Oh, hey! Isn't there a nifty trident that we found that maybe somebody could hold while opening the door and then they wouldn't be blown back? I also have a good swim. Just say it. <laughs> I'm going over here. Yeah. <laughs> she has to wait four minutes for the like, platform to come all the way back around and then... Wash my hands of it and walk away. <laughs> Aluna will explain the properties of the magical trident that she found and tell him where to put his feet to brace. And, uh... Wish him luck. Cast <laughs> Good luck. <a> ward on him. <laughs> cast, a quest, cast a quick ward and uh, join the rest. Shoot. So you all just wait one by one for this platform to take four <laughs> minutes to go around, and then you get on it. <laughs> and then you wait four minutes for it to go around. They all do the salute as they go away. <laughs> <laughs> the way I see it, we're kind of like, I want us to be on it, so like, oh, good, good luck, Miyabe! And then slowly... It would be then, really funny, though, you, up you right just here. stayed on the platform, and, and the guy here, and that's when he, like, did it, and it blew you off. <laughs> no, you, guys, you guys are standing on this platform waiting, and all of a sudden you see Miyabe shoot out in this direction. <laughs> I didn't hold it correctly. 
So what he did was he planted the trident, but he, he didn't put his foot on it. And so the trident's still there, but Miyabe gets yeeted back. Uh, oh, man. So, yeah, he'll, uh, he'll brace himself and try the key. Okay. So you brace yourself, you put the key into the lock, you turn it, and the door opens. He waits for a couple seconds, unbraces, moves a couple feet forward, and then braces again. Okay. And then he keeps um, keeps doing that in, like, foot-by-foot increments, because he doesn't trust it. Is he going to let us know that he succeeded, or are we just hopping back on this thing? What's he said, never got off of this thing. He yet. says gonna absolutely take, nothing. She was going to take nothing. one ride around. It couldn't take that long for him to blast it open. Now he would yell out. He'd be like, "I opened the door. Uh, I'm gonna go in a little bit at a time." Okay. So as you step into this area, you see dull, waxy hives line the walls of this chamber, spilling honey into filthy insect-laden pools on the floor. Cobwebs fill the space between hives, and a stairway to the west leads up toward the howl of intense winds somewhere beyond. So... Uh, we, we only have four... I only have four alchemists flat. Yeah, let's... We'll come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> 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 nope! Not in that one. <laughs> so this is about what you would have seen, Miyabe. Nope. Nope. Didn't even look. Oh, you didn't even look. <laughs> he, no, he saw he saw insect stuff, and he's like, "Oh, I know better than to do that." <laughs> Cowards! <laughs> he gets back, and he's like, "I suspect that there will be a lot more insects as before, and I don't think I can do anything about that." So, do do any of you have a means to handle that right now? Well, Aluna will pull out. She's got in her bag four alchemist fire left. I've still got six, but that is it's not a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot. I have a fireball. Oh, that'll do it. Tomorrow. Tomorrow you do. No, I have one today. He had two level three slots. Okay, 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 okay. What we do, we <laughs> ride around again. As soon as it stops... He just casts it blindly into the room, (laughs) blows up anything that could be in there, and we listen to see if we hear anything. But we, but we said that we know that before that you have to have line of sight, fireball. Yeah, the door is open. He can he can cast it in there. Assuming we can see something. If they are all hiding around this corner and we can't, he doesn't doesn't, he doesn't need to see them. He needs to see the point that he's firing at. Right. So yeah, he can, can fire, fire at this back here. wall, and it'll detonate twenty yeah. feet in every direction. It'll it'll get everything, including this hallway, up to the point where it curves. Yeah, it stopped like right here. This is like a really violent like SWAT negotiation. Not but just if we came thing, in, like, we'll just right... incinerate everything that's in the room. If we came in like right here, then I could throw it down the hallway. Just saying. So what we could do, if you want... But I literally have one spell. Yeah. And it's just that fireball. Oh, and I have long shot, but that's okay. not really going to help. <laughs> if we want to have some fun about it, right? Have Miyabe and Abner get off here. Wait long enough for the thing to start coming around. Miyabe runs up, 
into the room, sees what's there. As soon as he sees something, immediately runs back out, which triggers Abner's readied action to cast Fireball in there, as they both then immediately jump onto the platform and move away. <laughs> this, just, I, I know, you know, I, I have I'll to try it. though. We I'll have try. a very funny comment, though. It says, ah, oh, darn, the GM says there's a keyhole, players... Definitely have a key. I'm just definitely have a key. After the back and forth, he goes, but the flying Miyabe would have been way more fun. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted that to be the case. I was hoping that Aluna wouldn't roll high enough to notice it, and that you guys would just try to get through the you door. But to weasel me out of it. Too, I've got a though. plus nine asking, swim. I was like, what kind of trap? Like, I know it's a trap. I guess it took my. You know, I, had to, I had to fight for it, Sarah. I've got a plus that. nine swim. I, I'd be fine. So we're gonna try this. I kind of want to try it. I mean, even, even if we don't yeah. kill it, like, there's we can just leave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, don't have, I mean, I have twenty movement speed, but yeah, we can run away. Yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> wait for the timing so that this bridge is gonna be there. To, we don't have to be stuck on the platform waiting for it. Come on, come on, come on, come on! No, we'll we'll have it all set and ready to go. It's gonna be perfect, Sarah. Perfect plan. Okay, all right. So, remind me again what is happening. So, <clears throat> we go to right here, like at the edge. Okay. Miyabe goes into the room. Okay. Looks down the corridor. Looks to see if there's any swarms, any insects, anything in the way goes a little bit further until he sees or hears something. Once something starts okay. coming after him, he's going to run away, and Abner's going to be out here readying his action for the fireball. So as soon as Miyabe gets out of the way, he's going to cast that fireball, which will detonate the entire room and the hallway, killing anything that was following Miyabe. Then we all immediately jump onto that platform and leave. Okay. Unless Miyabe sees that it's definitely dead. I like to call this maneuver the birded turd. <laughs> right. So, Kermit will, while doing this, spend one grit to change my rain mod to scatter. And I will load a pellet. You don't have I faith in the fireball? I don't have fire just, in my hands. <laughs> yeah, just, just in case. In case. <laughs> okay. I have faith in the fireball. So, you all we get all off the there. Um, Miyabe, you walk in, roll a perception check. <laughs> not okay. bad, not bad. So perception twenty. Um, let me just reveal a little bit more. I can I can see the frustration in her eyes. Like, ah, they got a twenty. <laughs> so, um, I'll just reveal this. You see, at the end of this like room, there are stairs that lead up. And okay. as you're walking in, you hear something, and it's coming from above you. Ah, oh, of course it is. So he looks up. Okay. You look up, and all of a sudden, dropping from the ceiling are three... Oops. Giant spiders. And one drops... Right on top of you. You can't occupy my space. Get out of here. I know. I'm going to move him down. Get out of my space. This is mine. Get off my space. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Fun fact. Horrible idea. Fun fact. (laughs) I get a bonus to saves against spells that you cast at me. 
Oh, that's true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's 5d6, though. Like 21. Where, where is it here? You don't have selective metamagic yet, Justin? Uh, uh, no, no. Not one that I took. <laughs> okay, so we've got... spell slinger. <laughs> what did I do? Green, blue, red again? You have green, purple, blue. Oh, green, purple. Like a dummy. Okay, so we're gonna have uh, Molly, Fred, and Josh, Charlotte, and Charlotte, Eric. Come on! I can't have a spider named Charlotte. Who does that? I don't uh, know. Maybe a story with a pig. Yeah. What? What? Charlotte's Web. Was the Charlotte. pig named Charlotte, or was it pigs? No, the spider? No, the pigs spider. don't hang out what with the spiders. Okay. That's absurd. Wilbur. You guys are. I don't know what stories you're reading, but that's whack. I just wholesome ones, no big deal. <laughs> ones that have been around for a really yeah. long time. Wholesome where, spoiler, the spider dies in the end. Well, spoiler, in this story, this, this spider's gonna die too. Okay, alright, so can someone, can someone read off initiatives for me, please? Luna has a... What does Luna want? 21. Abner <laughs> <laughs> has a 14. Kermit with okay. a 12, and Miyabe also 14. Abner and I are tied. Abner has... Oh, is it a roll-off? Uh, you have a higher one, don't you? No. Nope. Nope. I've got a two and you've got a two by the looks of it. Yep. I rolled a 16 on my re-roll. With your modifier? <laughs> I didn't do a modifier. <laughs> oh, and then oh. Abner coming in with a 17. Um, Alright, so Abner will go before Miyabe. Just uh, Miyabe, since you were the only one in the room, you are the only one that can act in the surprise round, and you will go first. Okay. So, he will immediately turn, as we planned, <laughs> head out over here, look to his left, or his right, I, yeah, he would be, it would be to his right. His left. He'd be like, okay, it is time, and then he'll just, <laughs> he'll just point. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that'll be his turn. Okay. Surprise round, he just gets a move, so. So, in the surprise round, now the spiders get to go. So, this one will use its movement to move up. Actually, this one's going to move to the middle here, and five foot step, and will take a bite at. We'll Miyabe, say Miyabe. Miyabe poked the... it while he was running by. Yeah, he's like, hey, attack me, attack me. I, I want aggro. Give me aggro. No, so you do one of those things where like, you're running and you do like a hop and he kicked it. Yeah, so that's not going to hit. That's a seven. Um, And then the others will just start to scurry up behind. Oops. Hey, you can't do that. Yeah, let's get out of his space. Okay, now, top of round one, we have a Luna. Chill delay. Okay, a Luna is delaying. Next, we have Abner. So I'm going to throw a fireball at this square, I think. Okay, you, you, so can, that... you can five foot step back to avoid provoking. I was going to say, because you're going to provoke an attack, oh, you can use yeah. a spell and all that jazz. Right. So let me five foot step back, and then... Okay. That circle I did is the radius if you hit the uh, back wall. Is it? Yeah, it's a 20 foot radius, right? Yeah. Yep. So, so it won't hit you? No, if you, if you hit the back wall... It won't hit me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, as planned, 
We throw the fireball. Does this count as an ability check? The DC? No, you can't. No. Oh, I'm an idiot. I thank you, person in chat, because these are only medium. <laughs> what a loser! <laughs> Who makes giant spiders that aren't giant? Come on. Okay, okay, okay. Do you understand what a medium-sized spider would be? Yeah, would especially be if it looks like that. I'd be a giant spider. I would not live <laughs> on any planet that such a large no. spider existed. Really? Even if we were in a fantasy setting, I would be like, I'm inventing space travel. I'm yeah, out of here. That's the thing, Wait right? Somebody yeah. comes to me and says, hey, you can live in a fantasy world. You can have superpowers, but there's giant <laughs> spiders. They're like, no. Really? No. It's the giant ones that get you. Because for me, nope. it's the creepy crawlies. It's the, like the tiny spider that you don't so, know that's there or not, on you. Not mutually exclusive. That one would have used its move action to move up adjacent, but it can't do anything more. Okay. Okay. So, Abner, you are positioning the fireball. Kill him. Kill him. Slash roll 5d6. 30 damage. Show me the power of a true wizard, Abner. Okay, so they each get a reflex save. Two max. Two minimum, pretty okay. average. But you did average. 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 Okay, so reflex four. Fred. Fail, Fred. Nine. So that's a fail. Oh, yeah. So Fred is dead. Hey! Hey! So Fred dies. Die, Fred. Next, die. we have. Who's purple? Eric. Eric is. <laughs> fail. Eric die, is dead. Eric. I wonder what their save bonuses are. Like plus, plus four. four. Oh, yep. I'm good. And then Molly. Come on, don't disappoint me, Molly. Fail, Molly, fail. Natural 18. Okay. Molly's okay. Right. I mean, she's not fail. okay, but she's... Uh, she's not dead. Yet. Okay. So lie. Molly takes eight points of damage. And now it is Miyabe's turn. Oh, that works too. But oh, did you want to go? Yeah. I'm okay, just go sorry. I'm going to throw one of the alchemist fires. Okay, so Luna will hop in after Abner. Hit it. Yep. And it's going to be just my ranged, basically, right? Correct. And are you throwing it at the creature? Yeah. Okay. And I'm far enough away that it shouldn't matter. 19. Okay, so that will hit. So, 1d6. Plus 1. Just 1d6, I think. Just 1d6. One damage. Nice. One damage. Oh, Molly did not well, like it that. Does fire. It does catch fire. So On its turn, it will take damage. Okay. Yep. So now it's Miyabe's turn. Miyabe will look in and they'll see that these he sees these two got killed and the ones back there. And he will turn and he will say, okay, I think we got most of them. And then he'll run in. He'll dive into the water and, and he'll swim away. Go up to this one and he'll try to he'll try to just like overhand smash it into the ground. Okay. We'll see. I hate, I hate spiders as he runs away. Oh, he sneezes and infects it with COVID. Ooh. Okay, so that is just barely a hit, and you smash poor Molly to smithereens. Beautiful. I think we are good. Commit. Uses his turn, dives in with a sweet acrobatics check, and then he just kind of... No, he doesn't. 
he falls. No, he doesn't. He trips running up the stairs. I see him like doing this like roll, and he just catches his, the top of his mouth. I guess picture like when you run up the stairs and like you slip and just like yeah, falls. I get him. He ran in thinking there'd be a bunch of. He ran in thinking there'd be a bunch of webs, but the fireball destroyed the webs, so he compensated too much. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm wrong. I think based on how these are drawn, I think these stairs go down. I could be wrong, but I think I feel like they should go down. Yeah, yeah the stairway to the west right. leads up, but I don't like that. It doesn't look like up. I guess it is up. There, there are more stairs over there, but it seems to be in contention in which direction they go. <laughs> <laughs> there, I will the... take a look, Miyabe, and see what I can see. What yeah, are the stairs called that just yeah. like... MC Escher. MC Escher. Clearly, we are fighting MC Escher. Do <laughs> they go up or down? All right, we are in a real critical situation, though. So if we get into any danger in here, they we should probably up. pull back. Yeah. <laughs> if I, uh, they go up, you say? Yes, they go up. Especially uh, if it's a ghost. If it's any kind uh, of ghost or anything. Well, we uh, if it's a ghost, no. we still have me. If it's a swarm, we do still have Krimit. So. Yeah. True. I, I stealth up ahead and take a look up. Okay, roll a stealth check. Ooh, she rolled something. We learned that there's a creature. My minus, it's a minus three to my nice. stealth, by the way. I meant to say. Why didn't you tell me to go for I have a plus seven. Oh, then I would have done that. I am a hunter. Perce perception, then. I saw a dinosaur. Okay, so you see up the stairs... And she's just like peeking around the corner. You know what I mean? Just like busting, fully exposed to the corridor. I'm on the wrong layer, that's why. It looks Weirdly, weird. she kicks in the door this time? No. There, there is no door, she just kicks into the air. <laughs> kicks into the air. Symbolically. It was a, it was a yeah. spirit door. So you see, spirit. it goes up and rounds the corner. <laughs> ah! What? Sorry. What? Something on mine. She spooked herself. Yeah. Spooks me. Spooks me. I ran back. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aluna, as you walked up there, no, you... She didn't walk up. She was just looking up the stairs. Well, I mean, you you moved up, you stealthed up, and then you rolled perception, right? I was here at the corner, and I was just looking yeah. up, up the Yep. Area. You could see that they go up, and they round the bend. But there's such a howling wind coming from up here that you're not able to make sense of any noises that were coming from up above. Right. And so then she goes back and relays all that. Okay. Um, everyone else that's in this area, uh, roll perception. Need that nat 20. That sweet nat 20. Sweet nat 20. That's Gotta not a nat something. 20. Aluna, you can roll another one for a different... I was gonna, yeah. As she different... checks out the room, yeah. Uh, so Miyabe is a 10, Kermit has an 18, Abner has a 9, and Aluna has a 28. So Aluna, you are the only one that notices um, that behind one of these like leaky, waxy walls on the side, there is a hidden, like, is it niche? 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 Niche, I think. Niche? Whatever. There's a small spot that seems to have some things inside. A hidden Nietzsche? Nietzsche. Nietzsche? Friedrich Nietzsche. Nietzsche? <laughs> Nietzsche's back there talking about nihilism. <laughs> yeah, God is dead. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. the end, it didn't matter whether you did fireball or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Life is meaningless. 
<laughs> we have an existential crisis. The party all just yeah. Stopped. She's like, roll will save all of you for existential crisis. <laughs> None of you are motivated to do anything any longer as you embrace the void. The dark ones seep into your mind, and you go crazy in the Lovecraftian sense. Yep. Oh yeah, Nietzsche would make Cthulhu go mad. <laughs> okay, so Luna, as you are checking out this, you see that there are three sealed jars of um, giant royal jelly back here, and then there is a small object that looks like a pearl, perhaps. Ooh. Of power? Of restoration? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> of just a gemstone? I'll uh, go ahead and take detect magic on all that. I assume the pearl is magical. Okay. Um, as you're detecting magic, though, dun, dun, dun. all of a sudden you hear noises coming from behind you. Oh, that was you just me. You hear that was just noises me. coming down the stairs as rounding the corner you see Please. the boss of the module. Two lizard folk. Oh, that's not too bad. Oh, yes. Yeah. Just, uh, just throw fireball. We will <laughs> roll initiative next week. But they're lizard folk. Which yeah. means they they're could good, be good ones. Yeah, they could be. I'm sure they they're be. good ones. Why I'm can't sure. I roll initiative right now? Because I said no. So we will pick it up there with... Roll initiative to start next week. Oh, experience for spiders? Oh, spiders aren't worth any experience. I agree no with that. Any experience for Miyabe opening the door? What do you uh, mean? <laughs> 1,200 experience for the giant spiders. Sweet. The uh, giant, someone, not giant spiders. Yeah, the medium giant medium spiders. spiders. The giant so, medium spiders. To be fair, <laughs> if they had been large, it wouldn't have changed anything. No. No, no, it wouldn't have changed anything. <clears throat> all but. said and told, thank you, all the players, Sarah. Another excellent session. Yes. I say I had a lot of fun today. And everyone who tuned in for both the live stream or is listening to us later at YouTube, Spotify, or wherever else you find podcasts. Thank you so much. A great night to you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the adventure as much as we did. If you would like to watch live, catch us every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch or YouTube. You can also follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Mildly Heroic. We will see you next time.